Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is February 8th, 2015, and I am your host, Renata. It's wet here in Northern California, very wet and very windy. But uh, last week, it was like a summer day, so it's kind of weird. But we need the rain. We need it. We need the rain. And rain is nothing compared to some of the other weather conditions around the world. So I guess we can't complain. Okay, so I'll start off with this scripture from um, John 10, 27 through 28, New King James Version. My sheep, and this is the Lord speaking, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall not perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. So my TI interpretation of that would be that, um, especially for the people who get the subliminal messaging and the voice to skull, you know, we don't want to listen to that voice, that voice in our head that we know is due to electronic harassment because that voice will steer you wrong every time. The only voice you should be listening to from someone that that you cannot see is the Lord. And I'll say that because I know several TIs who actually listen to the V2K and um, pay attention to what they're saying and will tell you what they're saying and um, believe some of the things that they say. I've heard people say, well, the lady last week, and no offense, but she, she did say, you know, that they even help her sometimes. And, you know, um, we don't want to listen to that voice. That's not the voice of God. These people will have you turning on people. You know, they'll have you isolating yourself from people. They'll have you believing things that's not true. And they're not your friends. They're, they're not. Or they wouldn't be in your head, invisible, someone behind a screen you know, um, talking in your head. So you don't you don't wanna you don't wanna listen to them at all. So listen to the voice of the Lord. Um otherwise, you know, it won't be a good situation for you. Just put it like that. Okay, amen. All righty. So let's let me see if my chat room came up yet. No it didn't. Okay. All right, so welcome, everybody. I should actually did the welcome first. Um, welcome, Gary. I am a guest. Hassan, targeted and harassed. You're describing me with that name. <laughs> describing all of us, really. Um, not found. Shan, hi, Shan. Always happy to see you. Um, Truth Seeker. Willow Tree. And two Californians besides myself is on the call. So thank you all for joining today. I hope you guys um, had a good week last week. I hope you did. I hope you did. It's been it, There's been some challenges <laughs> my way, but you know what? We overcome them. We are overcomers through God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. He gets us through this stuff. Um, okay, Gary. How are you? Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't, wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it on here or not, but it all worked out. So. Can, can you hear me very well? I can. I can hear you just fine. Good, because I listened to the last um, recording. I was using a different headset, and 
it was really bassy and ill-defined, and I even had trouble understanding what I, I was saying personally. So uh, I think this one might be more trebly. Trebles your, uh, it's the key to really hearing voice really well, as opposed to bassy stuff. Yeah, I prefer to use my headset too, just because it's easier with hands free and everything. But I'm like you, when I listen back, I'm like, oh my goodness, my voice wasn't coming through clear. So I have to use the speakerphone and try to keep that close. I want to get me some more um, professional equipment. I see different people who do YouTube videos and things, and they have more professional stuff, but it all looks so complicated, and I don't even know where to begin <laughs> to buy that stuff or hook it up. But I would oh, love yeah. to have, you know, I'd well, love to have like a, a mic or something. Yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not doing that because it's just a pain in the butt to set up. <laughs> That's what but, I was thinking. So it is, huh? It is hard to set up. Well, it, it's just you have to have everything arranged. You have to make sure you don't screw it up in the meantime. If you talk, if you use it a lot, then it's okay. But mm -hmm. if I have microphones, I end up, you know, push them out of the way, and then I, it's there's a little bit of involvement as opposed to just putting on these headphones that have a microphone yeah. in them and plugging it into the phone and get going. Um, what are you talking to right now? Because you sound really good. Oh, I sound well. I'm on the um, on my speakerphone, on my cell phone oh. speakerphone. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. That sounds. The only good. problem with that is that I have to hold it because if I sit it down on something, then it's too far from from my mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. I was doing that for quite a while. Uh, I'll listen to this file and see what it sounds like afterwards. Um, yeah. yeah. I like to get so it walking like around. I was going to say, you're like me. I listen back to the archives, too. Yeah, I like to because um, sometimes I get caught up in my own thoughts if I'm mm -hmm. talking and I don't, I don't hear what other people are saying as well as uh, when I'm really listening. Yeah. I Same here. I, I miss out. Like when you're in real time, you miss out sometimes. Yeah. I, I hate that I do that, but and I think it's part of being human. You get caught up in your own thing. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm using multitasking too. So, so how was your week, Gary? Um, oh, it was pretty good. I don't know. Ever since I I kind of shared that that um that article uh, about the subliminal messaging, which is basically um, the ability for the bad guys to transmit, transmit directly to a person's subconscious without them knowing that. In other mm -hmm. words, you can't, you can't really, you don't hear anything. It, it's just feelings, and it's just, you feel like it's, it's just your idea. Is that the uh, Jeff Polachek one? Yeah, slash Jeremy Radlow. Yes, yes. Wait a minute. Okay, so I was going to read one of those today. Did we already do that one? Let me see. Um, you did the coercive. Yeah, you, I think I think you might have done that one. I did the, the intense. Uh, I did the extreme harassment or something. Now oh, the one that oh. I was going to do today is the coercive induction of artificial thoughts and dreams. We didn't do oh. that one, did we? No, we didn't. Okay. 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 No. Done. This is a great website, I'm telling you. 
I I really think so. It's the hard. What I was trying to tell you is that um, it's kind of it's redefined my world a bit. Uh, it's really thrown me off balance because it's made me see a lot of things, not only in myself but also others around me. Um, and I really think there's more people that are being coerced and don't even realize it at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When I, I'll, just, I'll just share this with you. I, I've had my doubts about even coming on the call because of it, because I feel like there, there may have been coercion. Well, he, he suggested it in one of the articles that uh, they want you to come to calls because, uh, well, to spread information and disinformation and all this other stuff. But I mm-hmm. think also uh, it's it was, when we talk about it, we give confirmation on what's working and what's not working. Mm-hmm. But, and it's been difficult for me to um, come to terms that, I, that I'm actually helping also uh, help, helping their cause, but I think mm-hmm. the more I talk and the more we all talk about it and and keep outing this, I think there's a big benefit there that maybe overrides the negative part of coming on here and and telling what you've experienced. What do you think about that? Well, what I think is I'm not sure how you think you are helping their cause by coming on here or any other show for that matter. And talking, how are you? How do you feel you're helping their cause? Cause because you're you're not spreading this information, so how are you helping? No, them? no, it's well because when they they do something to me or others, mm-hmm. and I come on here and tell you what happened to me, now they've got confirmation confirmation of what worked. Because some of the stuff that I could tell you is, I just feel like it's science fiction. Uh, oh, I and, but, I, but I'm telling you, it's it is happening. But uh, uh, but, I, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, their whole program is so twisted. Everything has like a double-edged sword because if you talk about it, you are to me taking your power back. Number one, because once you start to expose things, it kind of just takes the sting out of it. At least I've noticed. It kind of take you know it gets a little more intense. True, because they want to punish you for exposing it. But it, it kind of, like, takes that whole shock value out of it, I think, when you start to talk about it. And number two, it exposes what they're doing, which is very important for us to do. And the exposure helps in more ways than one because there's some situations I've come to, and it really didn't affect me like they intended it to because I said, oh, Gary already told me about that. You know what I'm saying? And so you really are helping more than you're hurting because you're helping people to kind of understand this program because we all have different experience levels, um, different research. Like you're very advanced in this whole new world order stuff. So it has definitely helped me, you know, and it, it we knowledge is power, you know, so you're helping your fellow TIs, you know, and of well, course they're going to yeah. punish you for it. Yeah, they're going to punish you for it. That's true. But sometimes you have to take one for the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. And I'm glad to hear that, that that, that I've been some help to you in certain things. Tremendous. Um, Tremendous help. I can't even begin to, 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 to tell the influence that you guys have all had on me, and particularly you. Um, 
Thank you. But this, this stuff is rough. I, I'll I'll just tell you what made me, and, and this is this is part of it, I'm sure. Uh, after I shared that with you, and you read that first article about um, subliminal messaging, um, I forget the title of it. Untraceable, un—I don't know what it was. Undetectable or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, meaning that a person can be influenced at a subconscious level without hearing voices or anything. Uh, you just—the you, only way you can really tell that it's being done to you are the very unusual uh, and and highly repetitive coincidences that are a result of that happening because of the way they set it up. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I tell you, it 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 was it became kind of a warfare against me for at least three days. It seemed to me yeah. like the fourth, fourth day. Uh, there, and it was a new it was a new thing that that was so obvious, and I just I I just couldn't talk to you about it till till today. Uh, I mean, I didn't bring it up last call because mm-hmm. I was so confused about the whole thing. But it, I think it's, part of it. I think it's, a puni- it's a punishment thing, I think. Yeah, before you go on, don't feel obligated to share it, you know, because you're the only one that has to deal with that targeting. I know what you mean because they up the psychological warfare on me as well, and I'm constantly going through these hits because, you know, of exposing yeah. all this stuff and for even doing these calls. So I understand that, and I, I truly appreciate anybody who puts themselves out there like that because they do target you harder. They really do. And and that's serious, you know, and I, I understand that and I deeply appreciate it. But I don't want you to say anything that's going to make things worse for you because it, it's, it's, you know, it could be pretty severe. I understand that. Yeah. I guess what I did, uh, what I experienced was something that I hadn't experienced uh, as obvious. And that was uh, the next two days after uh, we, we, when you read that file online, um, I had two days of having real anger problems. Oh. Okay. Uh, enough so that it, at least it, it made me realize this isn't me. I, I'm being, something's going on here because I was, I really had absolutely no patience and um, I was on the verge of, of losing with anger. And uh, I just, I think it's another level of that, that that I've been aware of. And and if you've ever read that John uh, Sinclair article, uh, he talks about that, uh, being able to send emotional clusters or saying things to you that that, uh, cause you to get upset. And uh, I, I tell you, I didn't like that. But that's something to be aware of is if you seem to be losing your patience a lot or mm-hmm. things things people say around you tend mm-hmm. to kind of push your button a little bit more. Uh, right. You could, you could be being put into some sort of conflict. Uh, mm-hmm. So there I said that. Uh, that's and, the, and this is why, and that is all psychological warfare. I get it myself, so I know exactly what you're describing. Um, uh-huh. And that is why it's really super important to do things to take care of your stability 
beforehand. Not to say that you still won't get angry or that people won't push you to your limits and things like that. But you're, if you do other things, like you guys know I do the meditation and the prayer and the reading the Bible and yada, yada, yada. But everyone has to find something for themselves. Um, James, James was showing me pictures. He's not here yet, but he was showing me pictures of where he lives now. And, oh, my goodness, like the water is on his window. That's how close he lives to the ocean. And oh, oh. I was I was thinking to myself, how peaceful. You, I love water, personally. And I was thinking how peaceful that would be, you know. So anything that we can do to keep our, our mindset, you know, in a calm, relaxed state as much as we possibly can, knowing that this, this warfare is coming against us, you know what I mean? So we have to put some kind of stress relievers in, in, into practice, some kind of, you know, stress management is what I'm trying to say, or, or something. You have to do something because these people are coming at you, and they're coming hard and strong, and they're not playing. You're the enemy. I'm not talking about you, Gary. We, whoever the no. target is, is, is the enemy. So, <clears throat> yes, they can definitely manipulate your emotions, you know, and anything they can do to trigger you, they, they set up these triggers constantly, and anything they can do, to um to 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 activate those triggers, they're gonna do it. You know, especially like you said, when you start speaking up, some of the people who are more a little more reserved and a little more quiet, I'm sure they'd still get targeted like the rest of us. But when you start to speak and expose and put forth good good information like you do, um, yeah, they're gonna hit you. They are. They yeah, it, and they're, it and they're real, constantly coming with something new. The message that I kind of got from the whole thing was, um, well, you, you know, you read the article, and that to me that is a major uh, acknowledgement and confirmation of what we believe is happening. And it was sort of like, oh, well, so you think you know that now? Well, check this out deal with this and mm-hmm. and it kind of upped it up the ante uh-huh. uh and there was a lot more than what i just told you but i don't want to go i don't want to take up your whole call and plus i don't even know how to explain some of it i mean it, it does it just sounds it does sound it sounds crazy <laughs> and, and, and i realize too, that and then too gary and then too this is what's coming to mind you're a researcher i know that about you that you like to research yeah research. i'm pretty when, into when it you, yeah, and when you do that, you know you you know their names and things. So of course they're gonna hit you, you know. Yeah. But I'm telling you, what's on the other end? What's the opposite of exposing? Is to to stay silent, you know. Yeah. So if we choose to do that, which I've I've been there, you know, and still now I don't talk. I'm like you. I don't talk about everything. It's almost impossible to talk about everything they do to you because they do so much. But when you're quiet, then you're playing into their hands. You're you're allowing them to control you. You're allowing them to rule you by fear, you know, to keep you silent, which is what they want to do. They don't want us talking about this. They want us to to keep their secret, and I'm not keeping their little dirty secret on what they're doing to me. That's what they want us to do. That's that's just it. That really is. So I I just want to at least share that much to you. I because what happens is I get on here and I have all this this stuff that's happening build up. And then, then you just saying, "Well, so how'd you do, Gary? How was your week?" And then I just, I'm almost paralyzed. It's like I don't, I don't know what to say because 
it hasn't necessarily been all that good of a week, yet I don't want to get on here and like whine about stuff. Uh, and I don't think I don't consider anything anybody says about their situation as whining. I don't. Uh, I, I don't know. I just hate to be on get on here and be negative all the time. It's uh, not negative, but this is a negative thing that they brought to you. They you didn't go seeking negativity. They brought this to you. You know, but never, for everyone, never expose anything that's not comfortable for you or anything that you don't want to expose because you are the only one that's going to have to suffer the repercussions. I understand that. There are times where I say, no, can't, not not right now. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, you know, but eventually, I mean, it took me years to talk about certain things. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I, I just started to figure, well, they're not going to stop anyway. You know, and I and for me, I want it recorded. I want things, certain things, recorded in my own words, in case anything happens. I want it, I want it exposed in my words. So that's yeah. that's one of my reasons, you know, for exposing things too. Well, and and I think, and from listening to you and listening to the others that talk on here, I don't hear anybody sounding like wackos or uh, just like screaming at the top of their lungs that. They're, they're controlling me and all this other stuff. I just don't hear that. I hear logical people, no, regular, nor, normal, healthy people. And I know that's got to be really disconcerting to a bad guy that's trying not to be outed about all this stuff. So I, I always leave a little room for, well, maybe it was a coincidence. Um, but it, I've gotten to where I can pretty well tell the difference between just a normal happenstance and something that is being orchestrated by malicious people. And we are normal people. We we wish to be left alone, you know, so we can live our private lives like everyone else. But, you know, someone put us in this program, so we're not afforded that. Um, yeah. Most TIs that I talked to were once thriving people. Some still are, but many have stopped working, lost their jobs, whatever, because of this program. Some, I have to be honest, that I've talked to, they seem like they do have some things going on mentally. However, I believe it's due to this program as well. I mean, not everybody can survive these psychological attacks. And that's why I always tell people, do something to keep yourself psychologically stable because they can break you. That's just that's just a fact. I mean, you have hundreds, if not thousands, of people coming against, or I'll say many people, just to sound logical, many people coming against one person, okay? People in the flesh and also machines, okay? And also electronic devices or whatever they're doing. You know, mind control tactics, psychological abuse. All of this stuff, you know, relentless, around the clock, around the clock. It's hard for people to stay stable. That's hard. You know, then you end up broke and destitute. And, I mean, I'm blessed with a job. Thank you, Lord. You have income, Gary. Thank you, Lord. But many TIs do not. They do not. You know, and it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard. And then you're shunned everywhere you go. You're blacklisted. You know, it. it it's it's just never ending. It's never ending. You're isolated. It's just never ending. So yeah, you you know you have to be a really really strong person to survive this. Really do. I I agree. 
Um, I'm probably having a down day today, but um, I don't have down days all the time. Um, I don't know. Have you have you ever considered this concept? And this is a concept, and I there's no way I can prove it. Have you ever felt like that because of the situation you're in, um, that this subliminal messaging um, actually um, coerces you to find out the the real truth of what's going on, uh, that just other people that are not in the situation don't seem to be able to see or find out, and then that that can tend to put you in a, in in a almost like you're surrounded by people that don't understand what's going on. Um, I mean, they watch the news on television, uh, mm-hmm. they watch all of the same stuff, but but some for some reason they just don't go the next level to find out the dark forces that's running everything, I, I feel like I get pointed in directions that okay. ena- enable me to like answer, ask the hard questions, type in mm-hmm. search terms that most people would never type in because of the maybe they don't want to know the answer. But mm-hmm. the truth of it is, if you want to find out the real answers about wh- who, who is running stuff, you have to type in those exact questions. You have to type in those words that you just know you have never been able to type those in before. And that's the way it's been for me. There are subjects I never, ever would have typed in. But for some reason, I at some point started typing them in. And that really is the only way you can find those answers. You can't just type. Uh, it's like if you want to find out organized stalking, and I wouldn't even talk about that. I was talking more about the 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 forces behind probably what we're experiencing, the ones that are controlling everything. Um, but okay. if, you, if you want to find out about organized stalking, you know, you have to type in organized stalking. If you type, mm-hmm. in, type in the word stalking, you're pro- you may not get that, or at least you may now, but you used to not be able to. You, you just found yourself not finding answers. Well, it's that way with a whole bunch of other stuff. And the thing is, is if if a person that is isolated learns all the the real mechanics of what's going on, it puts them in in a more lonely position. And also, if you start trying to tell people that only watch Fox News and CNN and all that, your, your understanding of what it is that is going on, if they look at you like, Oh, okay, haha, and then they totally disregard it. Absolutely, completely, three sixty. Um, well, some and it people. Puts you, mm-hmm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to just say it. Uh, it just puts you in that outsider category, potentially. Yeah. I'm not saying that necessarily does, but um, it's one of those things that if anything ever happened down the down the road, like maybe you. Mm-hmm. Uh, allowed yourself to be manipulated or coerced into something that mm-hmm. you just didn't catch and you had a right. stupid, stupid day, that then that comes back on the profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can, fil- you can figure that out. 
Yeah. You know, of, of anti. Oh, he was anti-government. Oh, he was. I mean, there's a whole list of things that that opens up. You know, he talked right. about this group, this group of people running the world, and uh, it's just interesting how conspiracy theorists. They, they label you a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? It doesn't matter because, you know, the two sets of people that you described, in my opinion, would be the people who are asleep and the people who are awakened. And some people, is especially people who are not targeted in the way we are, um, out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? They're not even interested. You could bring it up. They're not even interested because it, they feel that it's not affecting them, which we know that it is. You know, all this stuff these people talk about the Illuminati lead the newer order all that stuff it is affecting people but they they just choose they choose not you know so that's fine but then us on the other hand this this stuff was slammed in our face so at least for me it began my um my research and I know I'm not nearly even as close as you are with you know with some of the, the the things that you research um but, I, you know, I've started to learn different things that I didn't even know existed just to try to figure out what's going on with me. You know, what, what the heck is, is this? You know, so then that's how my research started. And that's how most of our research started. So we're, like, really light years ahead of some people. We cannot help it if they want to label us conspiracy theorists. We know what we know, you know. And um, there, most of these people who would label people that way, they're not dealing with what we're dealing with. They don't have people harassing them with electronic devices and stalking them and following them and discrediting them. They don't have that going on. Yeah, yeah. You know? I have, I feel like I've looked into the face of tyranny, uh, and I've seen it, you know? I uh-huh. see what it is. I see what it can do. Um, and, and they don't see that. They don't realize it. Um, yeah. I, got a, I got kind of a, a heated... I don't know, it wasn't an argument really, but it was sort of a debate. Uh, because what happens is, and it's not in any ways, anybody's intentionally trying to bait me into anything. But mm-hmm. I'm, sur- I'm surrounded with individuals that are always like, they always want to blame it on Obama, and that everything that is happening is because of Obama. And I mm-hmm. have been talking about him for several years that he he's not the one running the show. If that when Obama is no longer in office, the next guy is going to continue the same thing, whether he's a Republican or Democrat, and they all sit there and agree with me. But then we go all the way back, and it's the same thing. Like next week, it's the same thing again. Oh, you know, I just need to get rid of Obama, and I'm like, we just had this talk every week. Well, it was much of the same with Bush. It was the same with Bush and all the rest of It was. So I was talking about how I don't understand. I, you, you say that you don't believe the mainstream media, but when I tell you my understanding of what I've read, you, you do believe the mainstream media. And they're like, what? What do you mean? I, no, that's not true. I said, well, you're disagreeing with me with information that you've heard on the mainstream media. You're telling mm-hmm. me that, that you don't agree with me, but you're basing it on what you heard on Fox News. Some it's people basically... do not believe that the media is controlled. They don't believe that, but it is. So I so you're saying that these people just they they just say that they don't believe the mainstream media just because 
that's no, cool. I don't think that? they believe. I don't think they believe that it is controlled. That the wow. media is controlled. Wow! I even give them examples, Renata. It just blows my mind. I know, I know. they're closed-minded. It just people. blows they my know. mind, man. So I don't even like talking about any of this stuff with any of them because I'm just going to blow an artery. You know, my my head's going to explode. <laughs> so it puts me in a good. position I can't talk with them because anything I say, they they just go along with it. But then they the next week, it's all back to normal, but all back yeah. to the same thing. You know, I, I even explained it to them. Well, within a certain framework, but I I can't go too far. Uh, I got to. Yeah, they it. won't get it. They won't. Get no, it. no, it's too abrupt. What I tell them is, well, I can't tell you everything that I've learned because it's really baby steps. I can only say something small. I because if I tell you everything, it's gonna it's gonna be too much because it was too much for me. But I stair stepped up to this information and to this understanding that I have, and I don't know that all of it's one hundred percent true, but it certainly does explain where we are. Unlike Fox News and CNN. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not they're not explaining anything. Nah. Okay, well I'm gonna come back to you. Let me go down the line the line here. It's getting kinda of long here. So All right, thanks for not check in with everybody. No, thank you and Gary, keep up the good work. Don't let them intimidate you. All right. Okay. Let me see. California's been holding a while here. Hello. Hello. You've been I'm holding. sorry, I'm not unmuted. <laughs> oh, hi, Nancy. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. Good to hear your voice. How are you? I'm doing good. Good to, good to hear your voice as well. How was your week last week? Oh, it was a living hell. Um, I Uh-oh. have a whole new um, reality of how they control the people around us. It is incredible. An 88-year-old woman came and physically attacked me. <laughs> what? It was evil. I was evil that I burned dogs alive. And I said, are you serious? I protect animals. And she's like, you were in prison for two years and you're evil. And it's like, oh, no. So, I mean, this just like came out of the blue. Um, so, yeah, that mind control stuff on the people around me in a really crazy way. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It is what it is. Yeah, well, you know how to handle yourself, so that's good. Don't let them set you up. Right. Yeah, I know. If I would have, like, defended myself, then I would have been taken in for elder abuse. <laughs> oh, it, I was going to say, imagine those headlines. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Nancy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Anything else? Yeah, I want to um, comment on what you and Gary were saying about uh, these calls and how helpful they are, because... Um, if it wasn't for these calls, I wouldn't have known that people um, get perped at the dentist. And I think I've told you this before about how when I was at the hospital and they weren't able to brainwash me and make progress with me, um, right. they got very frustrated. And um, the program manager came and she said, like, in a real hateful way, you have an appointment with the dentist. 
And uh, because of the calls, I knew, you know, I had a um, heads up on the situation. So I just said, no, I don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They wanted to chip me so I would be easier to brainwash because there's so many people that are just brainwashed. It's so sad. That's true. That is so true. And you know what? Um, To your point, Nancy, it is really important for people to share their experiences because, like you said, you already knew what to expect. I mean, you knew when they start purple you at the dentist what was going on right off because you had heard it on the calls. So it is important. It is really important to share. It is. Yeah, and sometimes we think, you know, we're the only ones that something's happened to, and um, it's incredible to see somebody on the other side of the country that's gone through exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because very true. Because what we really are big on protecting, big, big, big on protecting, is the police harassment. You know, it's like, oh, well, you know, the police wouldn't harass an innocent person. And then when we hear all these other people saying that they're getting stalked by police, it's like, uh, yeah, this is just part of the program. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're definitely involved with my harassment. They have been from the beginning. Yep. Okay. There was something Gary said. I forgot what it was. Something about, oh, I forgot. But anyway, it, it triggered me to think of something that I posted on my website. I don't know what, I don't know what it was Gary said that, that made me think about this. But over the weekend, I posted on my website some um, some terms that people can research. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. We were talking. We were talking about research, um, and my list got quite long, actually. <laughs> just some things like it, it doesn't even have to be a new target, but just you know anybody who's like, oh, let me research and you know want to come up with something to research. I came up with a whole bunch of terms. So if anybody wants to look at at them. That would be good, but also if anybody wants to add to some of these, because um, I'm sure I left some things off, even though it's a long, long list, um, that would be good. Um, one thing that's kind of interesting is um, I was talking with a friend about the halftime show, and um, she was saying that the whole thing with Katy Perry was out of Revelation, and it's in some kind of worship to Baal and everything. And so then she said, I have a book, and it has something about the different things in that. So she went and she got the book, and she read that under Baal is Isis, which was interesting, and also Columbia. And they say that the District of Columbia, when we say D.C., Columbia Mm -hmm. is one of the gods that uh, is like a demonic god. So that's what um, D.C. was named after. So it's kind of interesting. So we've been surrounded by this. It's been hidden in plain sight for a long time. Yes, it has. One thing really epidemic, I don't know if you guys are catching it or not, but the triangles, the all-seeing eye and the triangles, they are everywhere. Even now with the Grammys, you know, it's like in the background, it's in a triangle. And just everywhere I look, I saw uh, movies and everything, and it's like they're really into that pyramid and the all-seeing eye. And it's, it's, I mean, people have to wake up and realize that, you know, they're pretty much just... um, showing that they're taking over. You know, the New World Order, Satanic Agenda is in full force. Yeah, I mean, it is. And for those who are waiting for the New World Order, it's here (laughs) and has been for a while. 
Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? They won't win. They will not win. No, they won't. They won't. And if anyone starts to feel overwhelmed and they get fearful, just remember um, in Timothy um, chapter 1, verse 7, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And that will take away your fear if you meditate on that passage. That's right. That is so true. I appreciate you because um, I know... You know, it's like the people that yell the loudest are the ones that don't want to hear about Christianity. But everyone is going to realize that that's what this is about. I mean, it is. It's about um, the whole taking the Bibles out of the school is how they started it big time. And now they have, like, Buddhist meditation in the schools here. But you can't bring a Bible and you can't talk about Jesus. It's just amazing. So they're trying to steer everyone away from Christianity, and there's a reason for that. And I know that, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that have suffered religious abuse by the hands of people that are so-called Christians, and I am so sorry for their pain. And that's where a lot of this comes from, is that we have to keep our eyes on Christ and not on people, because people are always going to let you down, but God's not ever going to leave us nor forsake us. That's right. That is so true, Nancy. We have to keep our eye on the prize, I'm telling you, because um, it, things are getting worse. I don't know about you guys' life, but I I see it. Yeah, after January 1st, they must have gotten a whole bigger budget or something. <laughs> yeah, they must have. I mean, I've heard yeah. so many people say that after the 1st, it got worse, and we were all so hopeful, saying, you know, well, it's a new year, and we're going to just look at things in a positive way, and... It's like, boom, they pull the rug out from under us. Yep. It's true. You know, this is only for a season. We just have to endure, try to keep the light inside of us, no matter what's going on around us. Some days it's harder than others, but we're going to make it. That's right. Thank you for those words of encouragement, Nancy. That is so true. What is that Mm -hmm. scripture? It says, he who endures to the end shall see God. And that's, that's, you know, that's the ultimate prize right there. It'll that's all right. be worth it. You know, it'll all be worth it if we just, just stay with the course, trust the process, and, and stay on God's plan. Yeah, never cave to them. That's the thing. Their whole goal is to take good people and turn them bad. And um, I think all I of us. You know what? They, they, they know who they can do that with, too, because there are definitely TIs who have been compromised as well who have, were, were, you know, legitimate TIs, and then they turned on their fellow TIs and turned into perpetrators as well, thinking that it's going to lessen their harassment, but it's not. And plus, you're going to go to hell. So it's not it's not even worth it. It's no. Mm-mm. Yeah, when you sell out, then you become their puppet. So <laughs> that's really sad to, you know, like be Satan's little bitch. It really is to be like, yeah, and they gonna, you're going to help gonna, feel and destroy because you can't serve both God and money. That's, you know, you can't do it. And, and serve I was, two I'm sorry, hon? Go ahead. I was just co-signing with what you said. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you can't serve both God and money. And, uh, you know, people get scared and they get weak and, you know, they go ahead and take that bait. And um, it's a very sad thing because, like you said, it is their soul. And uh, you can't you can't be a part of it. And 
be okay. You can't. Um, but anyway, uh, I'll I'll chime in later, um, give other people a chance to talk and all. But I appreciate you very much, Renata. You've always been a really special gal. Thank you, Nancy. You as well. You as well. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm going to go to the next person here. Another Californian. Hello. Hi, Renata. Hi, who's this? This is Christina in California. Oh, hi, Christina. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thanks. Good. Anything on your mind today? Um, no, I was just listening to um, the conversations and um, just enjoying them. And anger was something that I went through today also. Um, I have a problem with break-ins. And I can't keep anyone out of my house, and I can't keep anything in my house. <laughs> and oh, wow. it, yeah, it's really out of control. It seems like um, this is so out of control. It's amazing. And I have reported it to the police. Um, Who is a lot of times involved? But go ahead. Not all. The yeah. Time. Yeah. <laughs> And um, uh, I don't even know what to say about it, except it made me really angry today again because it was um, it's such an intrusion, an invasion of privacy and trespassing and, you know, it's, oh, it's really aggravating. Yeah. So... Um, they did a lot of damage. They've done damage, physical damage to the house and um, stole. I mean, Renata, it's so ridiculous. This is how detailed it was. They were taking mm-hmm. cinnamon, jars of cinnamon, out of the drawers, spices, and things like that. It's unbelievable. Just unbelievable boxes of pasta. My, I mean, not to mention my clothes and you know and electronics. But it's just mm-hmm. so ridiculous how far it's gone. Is really ridiculous. They took um, in December. They took the printer cartridges out of my printer mm-hmm. because I just bought new ones. Re- you know, fairly recently. Mm-hmm. And they put their empty cartridges in my printer. Do you live alone? I do. Okay. I don't want so to, but this I do. Is, you know, this is this is mainly to keep the target from leaving the house. Another form of control. It because, is. You know, you don't want to leave the house because of what's going to happen. Now, do you have cameras and things in place? And I know that they can unplug them and all that stuff too. I did. I did. I went out and bought a camera system, paid somebody to install it, Mm -hmm. wasted a lot of money. Um, In these break-ins, they stole some of the cameras, and they, um, another time back, they zapped the hard drive on the camera system. I had a DVR and, you know, things like that um, attached Mm -hmm. to it. So it was a waste of money, and um, 
you know, it gets, I'm sure you hear this all the time, it gets discouraging to keep replacing things and getting them stolen over and over or broken or smashed or heated, you know, zapped with the electronic weapons. Mm-hmm. So they've done a number on the house. There's no question about it. They've done a real number on the house and on me. But um, anyway, that's very hard. I mean, everything is hard, but that's really hard. Well, let me just chime in and say for everyone on here to remember that there is no sin in being angry. Um, You know, the Bible says, be angry, but do not sin. It's like that's just righteous indignation because nobody should be trespassing upon your property and stealing from you and that type of thing. So it's okay to be angry and to vent. Actually, it's it's a good thing or else you're going to have like physical effects. Your body's going to start breaking down if you hold in all of those things. So, you know, never feel bad or guilty about anger because it's, it's, you know, it's an emotion. I mean, it's one of the emotions that we have. And uh, like yeah, it said, is. I mean, you're um, human, but it must be controlled. That's the thing. You must control your nasty. anger because you you don't want to, um, you know, to react. But I want to come back to the anger topic because this seems like a common theme. I think three people said it because I saw someone in the chat room after Gary talked about anger. They mentioned it too. I think it was Scott, but not sure. I have to go back and look. So. That seems to hey, be the running theme already, so we'll come hey, back. Hey, Renata? Yes, yes. Uh, I know Nancy wasn't referring to, to what I said necessarily, but I may have stimulated the, the thinking on it. What it's a good thing, was, though. Mm-hmm. Well, but what I was, because I get angry naturally sometimes, but there's a reason for it. I was getting out of context anger for two days. And, and the thing is, is it was with people that, uh, it's real important for me to not have any kind of falling out with, uh, okay. you know, uh, people I don't get angry with. It it was unexplained anger. That's all I want to say. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I do. I definitely. Let's come back to this because I want to. I want to check out. Um, check in with some other people. And so okay. you guys hold your thoughts because this is a good conversation. I have some thoughts on this too of some of the things that used to make me angry. So let me jot this down. Uh, and I still get angry. I don't, <laughs> I don't want it like I don't because I definitely do. Um, okay. I want to write this word now. Your emotions, I understand that because they put me in this deep, deep, deep depression for most of my 30s that I couldn't snap out of and I couldn't figure out what was going on. You know, it's like, now, come on, I need to get going and all this, and I just couldn't. And then when I read Robert Duncan's book, Project Soul Catcher, Volume 2, and he explained about that they have signals that can do that. They give Mm -hmm. suicidal depressive, um, you know, to where you can't fight it, you can't fight through it, and it's like, that's it, bingo. So if they can do that, I can see how they could easily trigger someone for anger as well. Yeah. Okay, we're going to come back to the anger topic. Thank you, Nancy. We'll just talk about that today because um, it needs to be talked about because it's real. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, thank you, Christina. We'll come. I want you to join in on this conversation we're going to have in a few minutes, okay? Sure. Okay. We continue to check in with everybody. Let's see, I hope my computer's not messed up here. Okay. Hello, California. A lot of Californians today. <laughs> Hello. 
Hello? Hi, Lala. Hey. How are you? Fine. Wanna Just chime listening. in? Anything you want to say? No, not yet. Okay. Come on. Back on home. Hello, Massachusetts. Renata? Yes. Hi, Anna. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm okay. How about you? I'm okay. How was your week? Anything on your mind? Um, my week was okay. Anything Good. on my mind? Yeah, them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You want to share anything? Um, no, I would just like to say to Gary, I, I'm not sure, like, how heavily targeted he is or... But a lot of my targeting consists of, like, technology. And mm-hmm. um, there was a segment on uh, Pete Santilli with um, Magnus Olsen talking about how we are literally, like, hooked up to a computer. He called it, you know, we're online is what he called it. Mm-hmm. And the ability, from what I have experienced, um, and I will be honest, and, and this is a very hurtful thing to say, um. Like, I kind of was made like a puppet on a string. I danced like Beyonce in my mom's backyard. And Mm -hmm. uh, I don't care who doesn't believe me, but I would never do that outside. Oh, so you're saying that... You were manipulated into into doing that dance. Like that's not yeah, something you yeah, would like, really do. I would never I would never be dancing like that in my mom's backyard. Okay. Um, ever. I think we all believe you. I think we have all been where, you know, we've done things that is out of character. Probably not realizing that it had something to do with the targeting. Well, at that time, um, I was very vulnerable. But um, going back to the way Magnus Olsen was talking about it on the Pete Santelli show, it was just on this past Friday. You know, a lot of other people are experiencing this too. And what they are doing is, and I did walk around my mom's house for days, I couldn't believe, like, I couldn't believe the technology that was playing out. Um, I've tried to explain to a lot of people, like, I went from, I was going to clean the bathroom, and I went from, you know, and and I had just started my day, and I was like, oh, the bathroom needs to be cleaned, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I grabbed the stuff you know, to go upstairs and clean it. And, um, like, as I was cleaning, it was like the virtual reality um, or artificial intelligence, whatever you want to call it, um, I suddenly went from, I was scrubbing the toilet and 
literally my hands just like were like collecting. It was like, even though I knew where I was, it was like I was collecting DNA. And I have tried to explain to people, there's some people that have the, the technology of artificial intelligence played out on them and they kind of understand what, I, what I'm talking about because a lot of people are like, I don't understand what you mean. What do you mean you were collecting DNA? It's like, yeah, out of, like as I was cleaning the bathroom and I knew I was cleaning the bathroom, it was like all of a sudden I was, you know, literally like my hands were just doing just that. Mm-hmm. There was you know, nothing there. So um, I think what I'm trying to just, like especially with what Gary was saying is this artificial intelligence that's being tested on us um, for the sake of technology in whatever way, shape, or form, it has the ability to, it's like we're hooked up to a computer that's trying to obtain human-like um, characteristics. Mm-hmm. Whether it be confusion, um, sadness, anger, you know, um, happiness, whatever it may be. But, um, you know, we're the ones being used on testing this. And Magnus Olsen was saying, you know, how it leaves, how it, it, it has the ability to mock so many different things. And it leaves the person who's being targeted, you know, like, in a very um, confusing state, vulnerable state, whatever way you want to you want to refer to it as. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I mean, I wouldn't gain like my story has gotten so ridiculous. I see like it's been now um, five five years, going on six years, and. I've gone from someone who, you know, you know, as far as the way the world would see it is, oh, well, she's losing her mind, you know, but, like, what's happened to me has gone from, like, being completely, you know, sane to, like, the things that I talk about just don't make any sense at all. But I wouldn't gain anything from opening up to you guys and saying, hey, you know what, literally I was made like a puppet in my mom's backyard to like dance <laughs> and I had no, no I, I believe it you know I mean my car you know if I was to turn to my family and I've tried desperately to tell them and it doesn't it doesn't seem to help um like my my son asked me to borrow the car today and he doesn't realize he's targeted and um you know I don't really have that much money so it's like well I can't let you take the car First of all, because they've staged so many accidents with me and him, but mm-hmm. um, mainly because of my car driving through um, D.C. And people don't believe that either, but it did. And um, I just find them to be very intimidating at times. Alden wants me to let you, Alden in the chat room wants me to let you know that it's called Brain Machine Interface. Yeah. Who is it? Who? In the chat room, Alda. 
She oh, says okay. what, you're de- what you're describing is called brain-machine interface. Yeah. Tell her I said thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, a lot of the technology uh, has been used on me um, in, in, the, in, in the craziest ways. Sometimes, uh, like, I still can't. They they really won't even give me a chance to sit and really analyze it. You know, they constantly keep you moving on to, you know, being either frightened, traumatized, um, whatever. But um, you know, with when when that happened with my mom's car in D.C., I excuse me, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that what it did was they showed me um, because I don't know D.C. You know, I mean, I went up there a couple of times when my mom was in the hospital. And then I had an afternoon. I spent an afternoon up there. And what they did was they showed me that they knew, like they took me through every location that I went. Mm-hmm. In the car, I drove the car, <laughs> but how I was capable of backtracking because initially, when I visited d c that afternoon, it wasn't me driving. I went there with someone else okay so so like this person took me around d c so I would never know like where to go you know i I couldn't remember you know where the person had taken me. I mean I, I mean yeah. I can remember it but I'm saying I don't remember the route to where this person took me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um when they took over my my what I call it is they hijacked my mom's car and they hijacked my mind because it was like I drove through there and I went through I went to everywhere that this person and I had gone to and that was very scary. Because it was like, wow, first and foremost. You know, that lady that, uh, you know, they shot because she went too close to the White House or something with her chops mm-hmm. in the corner. Reminds right. me of that. What about it? Then Lady Marion something. Yeah, I'm sorry. What about it? Do you remember hearing about that lady that was driving around in D.C.? And they oh, yeah, up- and, and then and then they 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 showed me that too. They show me like they tell me like after they do that stuff, they remind me of like the people that they've done that to. So it's very scary. Okay, and then. Anna, hang around. I'm going to um, unmute these other people, but hang around, okay? I will continue the conversation. Okay. All right. Thank you. And you're brave for opening that. We appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. And and trust me, it, it, whatever you guys talk about here is is safe here because we believe, you know, we believe. And a lot of, a lot of times um, someone on this call may have gone, through the same thing or similar. So it doesn't sound, never worry about sounding weird or crazy or, you know, because these people do some, they, they're they the weird ones, not you. They're the crazy ones, not you. They do some weird stuff. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. 
Yeah, and, I have I, to be and, and I have what to be I'm telling you is the mild stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I believe it. I have to be honest. I didn't always believe this, some of this stuff, but the more I started meeting people and researching and hearing people's stories and more than one person is saying the same thing, I never would have believed it. All these people would harass and follow a person until it happened to me, you know, but yeah, it might sound strange to someone else, but I know that it's true. So this is your truth, so never feel bad about, you know, people thinking that it's strange or weird or unbelievable. And no, I'm glad I, you felt comfortable sharing it. Yeah, I think I think I'm lucky that I'm able to share it with you guys because I'm like, I don't know what I would do, you know. Well, but it might you. help someone too. That's why I think it's so important because it might help someone else who, who thinks, you know, like everybody's going to think I'm weird if I talk about this. And who knows, they might hear your story. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, so thank you. Thank you, Anna. Okay, let me go to um New York. Hello. Hello. Oh, hi Renata. Hey, Scott, how you doing? Not too bad. Um I tuned in about I think 15 minutes into the call and I heard Gary talking and I said, "Wow." Because the last couple of days, uh, they hit me, I'm not going to say hard, but they set me up basically like as far as like reacting. Like um, yesterday, for example, I walked outside and uh, this one scum perp neighbor, two doors over to the right, shoveling mm-hmm. snow. And he didn't have to, but he was there to like get me all like primed, you know, because I can't stand the guy. He's a disgusting piece of crap. Mm-hmm. So anyways, my next door neighbor... His uh, monster, ugly wife walks outside. <laughs> Excuse me, that is not funny. You got to forget. No, it's true. She is. She's, it's just the way you describe. She's hateful, monster, ugly. And remember the toys, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Well, she's built like that. I mean, she's hateful, miserable, oh. perp. So this this thing walks or wobbles to her car, and is, and then her like uh, milk toast husband comes outside, and I hadn't talked to him literally like in like a little almost a year, because I told him I just don't want to talk. You know, he goes, "Well, you don't talk, guy. He sounds like a woman too." So uh, the guy saying, uh, hi, Scott, you know, he did it extra loud, so I'd have to, like, respond somehow. And I go, look, Mike, I told you last uh, winter I don't want to talk this and that. You know, I just want to keep to myself, you know. And he goes, you don't have to be an a-hole about it, Scott. And, like, uh, then he goes into saying, oh, your parents were such nice people, comparing me to, like, say my parents saying I'm bad, basically, inferring it. But he knew, I mean, like, he knew it would set me off and also – I mean, I didn't go, like, ballistic. I kept my mouth shut. I bit my lip almost. And just, you know, later on, it really hit me. Like, I realized, like, why he said, you know, what he said. Because that really just got me set off. And I, I believe more than ever they implant things like triggers while you're sleeping and other times. Because I remember coming home, like, the night before, the day before yesterday at night, and this thing across the street, this, quote, girl, another deformed piece of crap with a backside as big as a house, She's like, she's, she's pretend, well, I, I can't be nice about these people. She's putting some rock salt down, a little like like a handful, like no need to, like, and just give me this look. Then she walks to the house, and, like, as she's, like, oh, going to her house, that thing, she's like, give me this look, which I've gotten from these idiots so many times. It's like a stare, like, uh, they're terrified of me. And they slowly close the door as, they stare, as she stared at me. I've gotten this from the neighbor next door, the quote, man, and uh, this uh, lady moved in across the street about a year, two years ago. And so many other people, they give this, like, scared look, like I should feel guilty, like I've done something wrong. And I'm long, long, far past the guilt crap or any of that stuff. They are the crazy ones. They are the criminals. They are terrorists, as much as I hate the word. And also at the gym, 
Um, I've been like uh, I haven't been like going like on a testosterone rush, but I've been overreacting there too. And two of the perps that I know of, I mean, there's more than two actually. There's like four or five of the gym I go to, but these two, um, I didn't feel I did feel compelled to look in their direction. And I made a gesture. It was the middle finger. It's some uh, another guy would understand. It was kind of offensive, but just for a second, they were like 50 feet away. But I mean, I, I know my mind is being controlled, or I've, I've been conditioned, or both. When I just feel compelled to look in a certain direction, and I couldn't get on the call last week, I was at the gym because they take it seriously. But I listened, and you mentioned like um, you're talking, I think Gary or someone, and how I call it the look at me like button, whatever. But um, mm-hmm. there's, there's something they have. I don't know how they do it. I don't care. I just know that it's very real. And I've heard other TI say it. I've mentioned, like, when I first talked about it, that Nigel mentioned on his call that he felt compelled to look in a direction. And there's a cop, and he said that a lot of times. Um, I oh, just, no, that's real, Scott. That's real. Oh, oh, yeah. I, 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 you know what? Yeah. And that, and they, and they can induce emotional states. I mean, I, I know this more than ever. So, um the fact that I'm basically a decent guy, we're all decent people here, you know. I mean, and plus the meditation and plus the cold showers, believe it or not, they have a psychological plus the physical-like benefits and other stuff I do. I even use some essential oils to calm down a bit. And I look at it like this. I mean, I, I know myself too well. If I was to pop off and just lose it, I would have done it a long time ago. But the, the point is, though, like I've heard some other people on the call, Gary, and I think um, I forgot who else said it, Nancy, but... All I'm saying is, like, the last few days I've had uncharacteristic impatience and anger and just overreacting to things. And just, I kind of, like, theorize, I have no proof, but, like, when that thing across the street with the backside as big as their house was, like, salt down and the way I overreacted, I had a feeling that some days I'm, like, primed. And, like, you know, it's like that frog in a pot of boiling water, you don't turn it up boiling at once or they like, jump out. So they're doing with people like, you know, the police state, they're getting in a new world order. I, I figure maybe, like, they're just, like, increasing my tension, like, throughout the day. And, like, when a trigger presents itself, I just overreact. I could theorize till the end of time. And, like, there, there are certain things, like the look at me thing, whatever. I, I, I don't know what the name they have for it is, but there is such a theorize or such an, a way to make you, like, react. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's one of the essential things about trying to keep in touch with yourself as much as possible and the journaling and the meditation and the prayer for those that work with it and all that is you just have to really get to know yourself more than ever because they can really, when they come down to you with a blitz, so to speak, or a blitz is a relative thing. I'm just using the term I always use. But when they hit you with a lot of crap at once, um, you can really question yourself and wonder what the hell is going on. And once you know the basics of the program and you know yourself well enough, it might take a little while sometimes, like with me, like yesterday when that guy he said that thing about, um, oh, yeah, he also said, like, he go, I go to him, I don't talk to you or any other people in the neighborhood. I use the F word because, you know, I'm being polite, too, believe me. And he goes, oh, it's your loss, Scott. And I'm thinking, you piece of S, you know, all the purpose they've done, they could have been using D weapons. All the key words they've used over the years, like over a thousand times, certain things that, they, you know, used to set me off. Um all the crap they've done, and this, and this piece of garbage is acting tough because he knows, one, I'm not going to go off and, like, break him in two, which I could I easily um, because I'm not like that. Two, you know, other neighbors are watching. Three, you know, the police have his back. And I'm pointing out that, like, they act so badass and tough because, you know, they're cowards and they know someone else is watching them and keeping a little lookout for them. And not just that, they know that the target is – 
no offense to any of us here or myself, is harmless. I mean, Renato, like, you get perp, they don't think you're going to pull out a machine gun and go ballistic on them or any of it. No, but they would love us to. They would love us to. And here's the thing about that. Most of the people who have gone, done that, I'll say go, gone postal or done these mass killings that were being targeted, they were not people who would have done that ordinarily either. You see what I'm saying? That was not their personality to do that, but they were manipulated. They were pushed to the edge, and that's what we have to make sure does not happen. Yeah, you you know, know, they. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, these people, you talk to their friends. I mean, they interview their friends all the time. This was not their characteristics to do things like this. But well, these got, people know if they just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing, I mean, a person is only human. That's why it's really important to take care of ourselves. Well, really that's, that's one of the reasons I do the meditation and the other stuff. And, of course, meditation, in my case, the cold showers and the other things I do for myself, the journaling mm-hmm. and all that. They have other benefits than just dealing with these pieces of crap. I mean, the, the benefits for meditation on that, I mean, it's, it goes way beyond having to deal with, like, piece of crap perps and anyone that's a piece of crap in your life. It's very helpful. Oh, it, Scott, it, um, you said a couple of things, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to move on because there's some more people, but we're going to come back to this, um, to this anger conversation. Um, but one of the things you said is that you told the guy that you, you don't want to talk, you know? And I think that that was good. That was very good, you know, assertive, assertiveness. You know, you just told him, I don't want to talk to you. Now, that's probably something I wouldn't do because I don't like talking to her. I don't like talking to her. But I think that that was good. You put it out there. You know, leave me alone. I don't I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to pretend with you. I don't want to, you know, I don't want, I don't want to talk. You well, know, and that, that's okay to say to someone. All right. So you know, I think that that was a good thing. Um, thank you. And then I want to say, too, um, is that it sounds like that, of course, they they study the things that we don't like, and that's what they try to give us. Everybody knows that. But the fact that you don't like them to speak with you or to talk to you, they're trying to set that up as a trigger. And that's why he did it so loud. So that could explain why you were feeling a little edgy, because they're making that a trigger for you, just, just for him to say hello. Or some of your neighbors to say hello. You know what I'm saying? Just a well, thought. Just putting it out there. You know, you think like they kind of like uh, when he did like speak, you think it's possible they reinforced any anger feelings or whatever with electronic Yes, weapons? it brought the anger out. It brought the anger out. Oh, duh. You don't plus, want plus, them to speak with you. Plus, Renata, I got to tell you, like, I mean, like, I, I don't bitch and moan, pardon, um, usually, but I spoke to one of my brothers yesterday, and I'd never tell either of them about my targeting ever. I just can't. I kind of go around the issue a little bit, how I've been shunned by certain relatives who don't talk to me and all that, but I won't go ever there. I won't go there, but I was just going to say, like, um, yeah, what really got to me, I mean, like, because they knew it would get to me, which is why this, like, I'll call him a eunuch because he does sound like a woman, and, and like, he just, he's, def- he's deformed like his wife, but he's not as, the point is, all the name calling aside, um, when he said, oh, your, but your parents are such, or your parents are such nice, decent people, which he said, like, with a fake sympathy thing when my mom died over a little over a year ago, you know, he said that stuff, and, like, I should have told him to F off then, but, you know, the thing is, that didn't really set me off really a lot. I mean, it did, when I heard it, it took a few hours to really sink in, and I realized he said that on purpose. He was coached to do this, and these people literally do get scripts. I mean, they're timing everything to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to say certain things, keywords. And like I said, the one neighbor, Tony Prentice, this piece of crap, uh, plow driver down uh, two doors down, he knows I can't stand him. He's a, 
if this weren't going on, I wouldn't want nothing to do with him. He's just—he's a moron. He's a uh, child in a man's body, just a sickening piece of crap. So this guy's out pretending to shovel, and he has his stupid ass-eating grin. I'm trying to watch my mouth. And then, like I told you, the guy's ugly, weeble, wobbling wife walks out with her stupid, goofy grin. And then this jerk comes out to pretend to do a little bit of shoveling, and he tries to engage me in conversation. So it was an obvious setup. It, it didn't take me long to realize that. And it's just, I'm telling anyone this, it just, you really do have to educate yourself on the psyops and all that, because they really like, and they do come up with new stuff, but it's not that well. They're not that good at it because they're not really creative. And I'm talking about like, well, anyways, um, to let other people talk, I just want to say that, yeah, especially use that okay. like, phrase like about my parents, because he knew that was stepping off. I mean, I, I can't see myself losing it. I, I mean, like the only time I can, possibly see myself hurting another person is and if I think my life's in actual danger that you know that's, yeah. that's a different story I mean of course but I look I, I mean this when I say this in as much as I despise no I don't hate the people anymore because the forgiveness is getting there a little bit but in as much as these people sicken me and they disgust me um, if I had the chance you know whatever to have them go through the perping thing the gang stalking I wouldn't wish this on them it's evil it's wrong. I, I'll be honest. I wouldn't even want to cripple them. I wouldn't want to kill any of them. I'm talking about in a fantasy thing. Like, I, I just don't want I just want them to leave me the blankety-blank alone. I don't wish them any harm. I'm not trying to say, uh, like, I've heard, I used to be this way, too, and I've heard on so many calls where people say, well, I haven't committed any crime, I this and that, I'm a good person, I don't do drugs. You know what? The police commit so many crimes. Forget gang stalking exists. They commit tons of crimes. Our neighbors, friends, and family that have turned on us commit crimes left and right. So, and we've done a few things in the past, but I guarantee most TIs' idea of like doing wrong is like a joke compared to what like these SOBs do. But thanks for letting me go on about this for now, Renata. Okay, um, no problem. Thank you. And I'm going to. uh, We're going to talk more about this. I just want to get through everybody, and then we'll. We'll talk because this is this is a good conversation actually, and I think we've all experienced it. This anger thing, probably on a regular basis. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Welcome. Hello, New York. Hey, I've got to say that like after that woman was like beating the crap out of me and stuff, and I just had to walk away. Later on, she fell, and I didn't feel bad. <laughs> I wasn't anywhere around. I was on the other side of the house. And um, I heard someone scream because she had fallen, and I was like, well, maybe that's the kick in the butt that God's given her to straighten up. <laughs> As they say, God don't like ugly. Okay, so she was acting ugly. So sometimes you get it back. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, New York, I just unmuted you. How are you? How you doing, Renata? Oh, good. I'm good. How are you, Charles? You Okay. I'm okay now, yeah. Yeah, hey, everybody, Scott and everybody, yeah, what's up, y'all? Charles, I'm so glad to hear you sound much better. Yeah, yeah, well, yo, I mean, it was an episode uh, last night or early in the morning, depends on how you looked at it. Um, yeah, um, okay, <laughs> and and it got a, got a lot to do with the anger thing. Okay, I kept it down, okay, but, but you know, I mean, it was there, and, um, you know, um, what to say? Was the situation resolved? Well, they they wrapped up my leg, you know, and um, 
But I mean, they could have just. Women, back up for those of us who don't know. Did you hurt your leg? Is that what you're saying? No, no. This this was from cellulitis. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I'm okay, not sure what cellulitis is, but but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I went to the hospital for that. All right, and um, and this is for that was just about the third time. Okay. And um, and okay, first time was in um, 2011. And um, what happens? Um, uh, they could have they could have did uh, more treatment, okay, to make sure that. But no, they they want to bum rush me out. And the uh, woman, uh, the doctor, she 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 asked me, um, um, who are you staying at right now? All right, so that was a dead giveaway right there. That okay, now you're gonna talk at me because of my situation. Because of my status, right? So, you know, uh, I I picked up what what that was all about. So, you know, uh, they're going to bum rush me out there. Try to bum rush me out the hospital. And I I told them, I said, no, I'm not leaving. I want to speak to the administrator or or the uh, supervisor, supervisor physician. And the nurse is going to ask me why. And I said, because that's my right. And um, it kept me, I mean, kept it there for about two hours before somebody came, all right, who didn't do much. And she didn't have much authority, but, you know, she's some type of administrator. Okay, I found out later she was the administrator for the nurses. All right, I want to talk to the physician, the top physician. But anyway, like I said, they wrapped up my leg. So you know, and give me an appointment for the um for the clinic. So I see what's see what's gonna happen then. Okay, so you're better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, what is cellulitis? If you don't mind telling us, because I don't know what it is. Oh, it, it's got it. complications complications with diabetes diabetes. Oh right? yeah, and, they definitely should uh should have helped you right away. Yeah. Yeah, and um, they didn't. Uh, it's complication with diabetes, and um, you know, uh, it's um, basically you know um, the blood flowing flowing in the legs, uh, particularly in the um, lower lower part of the legs and stuff. Um, blood flowing and stuff like that, and you know, it's not it's not um. Moving like it should, so okay, things start happening. You start getting lacerations and stuff like that, and scaliness and things like that. All right, and I'm always I'm always on my feet most of the time now, but um, um, because of the condition I'm in. All right, I wish I had a set of wheels, but I don't. But uh, so most of the time I'm on my feet. So. Yeah. Someone is asking, do you have type one or type two? That'd be it. Oh yeah, the mild one. The mild one. That's number one, I type, think. Yeah, I think that's yeah. type one. Yeah, the mild one. Yeah. Okay. So I don't. Oh. No, I don't take. I don't take insulin or nothing like that. I take. Uh, I take. Um. Um. Uh, um. Uh, minerals like chromium and stuff like that, and um, herbal medicine. Good for you. Okay. And then. Uh, like uh, keeps it down, you know. Matter of fact, 
first time I went went to the um hospital for the cellulitis, they was amazed at how um, my blood sugar was so I mean was so normalized, and they kept asking me why you, how you do it, and I told them you know the natural products that I take. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, keep taking care of yourself because diabetes is serious and, and demand that they give you the services you need like you did. Yeah, Good for you. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, and they figured, you know, um person in my situation, okay, don't know their rights, and you know, and all that. I mean, look, I've been an activist for a long time, okay. I know doggone well, okay, if something ain't going right in the hospital, you, I mean, you can call upon the supervisors, okay, and they got to show up. As simple as that. And um, when that first started off, started off last night, um, they tried to call security. The security guy comes to me, going to tell me about I can wait out in the waiting room for whoever. I said, no, I'm staying right here. So then uh, he says, well, look, um, you know, um, you're being discharged and stuff. I said, well, look, man, before I've been dis- before I be discharged, I demand to see the supervising uh, uh, physician, all right, or the administrator, all right, and that's my right. Now, are you denying me my right? When I ask him that question, he just walks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, you know, they was, you know, standing and, Walking back and forth at a distance, looking at me and stuff, not knowing what to do. So, yeah, what's the name of the hospital, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, St. Luke Roosevelt. St. Okay. Luke Roosevelt. It's important. it's important to put these people on blast, you know, when they do. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah, Scott, man, I mean, like you suggest, man, yo, I, yo, I let them know that, um, look, man, okay. Disappearance, okay, they push me, okay, they push me out, and all that, okay, or even though they wrap my leg, if anything happens after this, okay, I hope they get a good um, legal team ready, you know? Well, they were denying them all kinds of rights. I, I just know it, like, as, you know, as far as patient rights, because they did admit, Charles, I mean, I, I'm saying this, like, only because, well, you've, you know, I'm not trying to give away personal stuff, but because, you know, you, you got, you did get admitted, and so, like, you know, you filled out the paperwork and all that, so you know they they had to treat you. I mean, they were denying your rights. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you were a TI and or an activist, and that's those are the only reasons they did that. It's just hard. Um, you know, it, it it could be that, but then there's there's a there's a part of me that said just because of what, like I said, of uh, being out here. You know what I'm saying when I say the situation I'm in. Okay, because I'm in I'm in a McDonald's restaurant right now. I don't want to go, but you know, the situation I'm in, and I'm being out here. You know what I'm saying? Okay, they had a low, I mean, like look down their nose attitude about that. It could have been that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it, I could, it could be the perp thing, but then, then again, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just snobbishness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they look down on homeless. Is what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's why, I, like, 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 like I said, the doctor, the doctor just cut. I mean, she asked me about, um, you know, what what happened with me and stuff while I came to the hospital. Then she cuts right in and said, well, "Where are you staying at right now? That ain't got shit to do with 
<laughs> oh, excuse me, but that ain't got nothing to do with um, uh, my condition. Have you considered taking Keith up on the offer? He said you can stay at his house. Considered what? Uh, Keith, he, uh, I heard him offer that you could move into his house. Have you considered that? Uh, 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 no, I still didn't understand what you said. I'm sorry. Well, okay, remember when Keith, uh, the person who, who was on this call, he offered that you could come and stay with him? Oh, yeah, yeah, and Keith, oh, yeah, Keith, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so now you're saying, have you considered it? Well, yeah, I thought about it, but, um, you know, the situation is like, you know, I talked to you about it before. Keith just, you know, back to me, I mean, um, he's, he's, he's on the fire about something, and he just kind of, like, disappeared. I mean, he answers the emails and stuff, but, you know, so I'm not, what can I say? I'm, I'm not sure if that really is solid solid thing now, because he's kind of like under fire. Me and you discussed that before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen him around lately, so I'm, I'm hope, hopefully he's doing okay. Yeah. Oh, no. We talk every now and then, and he did call, like, last Saturday. Uh, I just missed his call. So he's he's doing fine, I think, otherwise. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, okay, so you, let me let me um let me go down this list. We got about four more people, and then we'll just open it up, and we can all talk. Okay, go yeah. ahead, Charles. Are you going to say something else? Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, um, you know, I hope you're doing fine and everything. But like I said, okay, um, okay, his intentions was good, but it, you know, it doesn't seem as solid. Okay, since he says that he's under pressure, so you know, I ain't, you know, I ain't gonna, you know step into the pitch and add more or whatever, so, yeah. Yeah. I understand. Okay. Well, keep taking care of your health. Definitely keep taking care of your health. Yeah. Okay, um, Ohio? Hello? Hello? Just unmuted someone. Hello? Okay. I still don't want to speak. Ready? Move on to Washington. Hello? Am I on? Yeah. Is that Lonnie? Hi, Lonnie. Yes. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I was just about ready to doze off. Um, This is my afternoon nap time. But um, let's see. I was going to say, are we boring you today? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's, you know, it's just afternoon. Um, yeah. Uh, now, let's see. I, I was listening to Gary, and I do think it's important to say it's good news and bad news for all of us. You know, how are you doing? Oh, fine, you know. And we all know that we're all having trouble. But the bad news is that we're all still targeted. I did hear some good news. Um Let's see. Uh, Darling Miles was had some interesting nights Monday and Tuesday nights. She came on and talked about some uh, good results that she's had with her with her efforts. You know, with um, um, the the drones that she's been involved in trying to get something done about it. The report she got back, it all through it, it said it said that she was credible. You know, that what she was talking about was credible, and she has all kinds of good 
uh, information on that. He was supposed to come no. here today, but I don't know what happened. So go ahead. Oh, I hope she does because um, it's a good time. And, you know, you might consider having her sometime. Uh, let's see. What, I'm trying to think of some good news. I missed last week because I was supporting the Seahawks, and it didn't do a bit of good because they lost. <laughs> <laughs> good to hear you I'm again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. I took all kinds of – one of the TIs was talking about how she uses duct tape all over everything because they've got so many different colors these days. And we were just laughing about it because I, I found every Seahawks color is available in duct tape now. So I made this big banner and stuck it on the side, the side you know, <laughs> on the side. But it, it that was an interesting help. game, though. That was an interesting game. You're not kidding. Those last yeah. few seconds, I was at my neighbor's house house and left during uh i like to come home and lock up my house real good by you know by dark so he said you got to come back now if we start losing well they only gave me a few seconds so it was no way no way to get back in but it's fun what i've enjoyed is that it brings people in the northwest we're kind of hermits around here you know we got a lot of woods rains a lot and all so people kind of uh hibernate a lot and uh, i think it's brought people together i like that so hopefully well, you know, yeah. maintain for a while. But anyway, um, another conversation was that I try to stay as normal as possible by doing those normal things, you know, that I would be doing if I were not targeted. And and I think that helps me. Uh, let's see what well, Nancy I was Well, I was just thinking as you were speaking, I, I love when you share because you do sh- you do show that we some targets can live a somewhat normal life because you still – like you said, you went to visit your neighbors. Uh, most of us don't have that experience, not be, not necessarily because we don't want to, but because most people have been turned against us. So I think That's it's true. great that that has not happened to you, you know, and that you still have community around you and church and family and friends, and that's wonderful. That's really good. It, if you have, if it. anyone has that available to them, they definitely should take advantage of that and, you know, and interact with people who are non-targets if you possibly can, you know. That's a good thing. In my case, it's not because they get to every single person. Well, I have that experience too, Nancy, and that's why I was saying that, you know, most of us, it's not us that don't want to be around people, but, you know, they ostracize us, you know. So that's the experience. I have an experience like you, Nancy, but – um. You know, Lonnie doesn't, so I'm glad about that. And some other people, Gary talks about how he hangs out with his friends and family, so that's great. Uh-huh. That's really oh. I have to tell you, some people at my church think I'm stark raving mad. They, they love me because they're genuine Christians and they're, you know, they're they're living this imperfect life that we're all living. So, uh, you know, I just I just live with that. We have good potlucks and we have a good time. But one thing that affirmed that I could really agree with, I was, I've been reading, I, I should be finished with it by now, but I read Dr. John Hall's book. He said, he said the two things a T.I. should do, get to know your neighbors and live a decent life. And we're all, I, I haven't talked to anybody in here who doesn't seem, sound very much like a decent person, you know. And it's important when you get to know neighbors, when you get to know people in your town, they know that you're a decent person. You're not doing, you're not off doing these horrible things that other people are doing to us. So it's important. And um, I think that's important. And another thing he said was that of all the people he tried to contact and talk with, 
makes sense to law enforcement and uh, the doctors, you know, the medical community, politics, everybody he tried to talk to, the one group of people that listened and really kind of understood were the pastors that he talked to, different pastors around there. And I thought that was interesting because she said, Christians have been looking to this kind of thing happening for a very long time. And he said, when he, he, he said, I'm a scientist. These are people doing this to me. It's not, you know, it's not a spiritual thing. I'm a scientist. These are people actually doing this. And he said, the pastors convinced him that, yeah, there are people doing it, but there's, there is evil and there is a spiritual warfare going on. And he uh-huh. said that um, the Bible has told us for many, many years it's been there that there is such a thing as spiritual warfare and there is such a thing as revelation which tells us what's going to happen in the end times. And he said they've been, there's, and that's why he said encouraging people. Even if they've had a bad situation, you know, at churches, and I know a lot of TIs have, and I can see how they would. Like I said, people in my church don't know what to think of me half the time. But um, we relate on the basics, you know, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, that sort of thing, Those, that mm-hmm. basic stuff. And uh, that's if you can find people who will connect on that truth, then uh, it, it's a really good thing to do because it keeps you in touch with the world. And you know who I find, um, who I, you said the, the um, religious community, and that's not the way you said it, but the religious community um, are more open to, open-minded to this, I think you said. Um, I find the most people who are willing to accept it, if I've shared it with someone, are normally activists. And people who are conscious, you know, like from conscious communities, open-minded people, they seem yeah. to, you know, kind of believe it. And activists, you know, they, they believe it. Because they, they yeah. you know, they don't think past the government, you know, doing stuff like this to people. That you know? is true. It's true. One thing, <laughs> and I go both ways when it comes to politics because it depends on the issue. I can go from one extreme to the other because... One thing is, it, you know, if I feel strongly about something, I feel very strongly about something. So um, I may agree with conservatives one time. And on another issue, I may agree with liberals. And that's what I think you and Gary were talking about the news. You know, what's happened in the news is, is a problem for everybody. I know that my extreme conservative friends listen to certain uh, news. I know that my extreme liberal friends, and I have those too, they listen to a different news. The problem is with news today is that we don't have any mainstream news. News, What news does today is play to an audience, and that's a problem for everybody. We don't get the truth because we don't get it across the board anymore. We just get it said to us. You know, each one of us do that. So I'm looking for a really good, Genuinely um, oriented mainstream news. <laughs> I found it, yes. Yeah. It's all propaganda, pardon me, real quick, and it's all owned by the same people, like five corporations. All own all the news networks. Almost all the news is like controlled. So like you're gonna hear like the same stories. You're gonna hear the same stuff on all the networks. And I'm not trying to just be a quote like outsider. It's propaganda, and of course you have to. Be real careful on the alternate news, you know, on the web, 
and as far as I'm concerned, RT, you know, they're no good. Neither is, like, no offense to, like, Alda. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to say this real quick. That um, What's that show she watches with Amy Goodman? Democracy Now. You know, that's controlled. You learn a lot of truth, but um, mainstream news is not going to tell you much in a way like useful stuff. I'm, I'm just saying that they'll really spin stories like crazy, you know. No, but you know what? And they do put a spin on things. But you know what I found even like, listen, and I don't listen to Alex Jones, but occasionally I will. Um, but people like that, you just get keywords. Or sometimes they'll have good guest speakers. You know what I mean? And then you can just get keywords and just do your own research. You, you know, you're absolutely right, Renata. If you're one of like, you know, I, I just can't stand Jones, but I agree 100%. If you're one to listen through the crap, I mean, like, the stuff that's obviously, like, you know, like, you know, scare tactic stuff. And listen, I mean, he does present a lot of truth. I know it. I mean, and all of the other people he has. Uh, they, but, I mean, to me, I mean, he, you know, he presents a 90, 95% truth, and the rest are, like, lies, and there's a lot he doesn't talk about. But sometimes he has good guests, though. Oh, he has great guests. You know what? You know, based on what you said, maybe I'm going to start listening to him again. I just, I can't stand his voice either. He's kind of mm-hmm. annoying, but you know, I'm going to start listening to some of these people I don't trust because uh, you do learn a lot of good stuff if you want to just like listen, you know, avoid the crap. So, but uh, but the mainstream news is not going to give you what you need. I mean, like you can learn stuff from the mainstream, and, and in fact, from some like more liberal like people in the mainstream. But the problem is, one, you're not going to get everything. Two, they're going to admit certain things, admit like you know, gang stalking, workplace mobbing. Well, even school bullying in the epidemic, you know, that's basically gang stalking and kids being trained to do that stuff, but they don't call it what it is. There's so much. Well, I, have to, I have to force myself to watch the news, the local news, every now and then because you do need to know what's happening in your community. Oh, God. I, I, I read the Buffalo News online, Renata. Like, you know, I mean, just the headlines. And if someone's yeah. of interest, I'll like, read, like, you know, we'll have an article about drones, you know, operating out of the Niagara Falls Air, Face, Air, Air Base, yeah, Air Force thing. And, uh, you know, stuff with law enforcement, just like, you know, some interesting articles here and there. Oh, no, I, I, I'm not trying to shut myself off totally, but just the mainstream news in general and propaganda, I just, I can't stomach it. I just, and the stupid feel-good stories and, like, all the stuff they're not even going to covering, I, I can't stand it. That's all I'm talking about. But um, you can't yeah, shut yourself you know, off. Yeah, you mainstream news, okay, that's why, that's why most people, I mean, they known as, Corporate corporate news media. Right. It puts a whole lot of things in perspective when you look at it that way. The corporate news media. Okay, let me get these last two people. Let me get these last two people, you guys. Continue from there. Hello? California? Oh, hi, Renata. It's Christina. Oh, hi, Christina. Hi. I'm okay, okay, thanks. Good. Did you did we speak already? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I was just talking about my break ins and how I oh, haven't okay. yeah, I thought so. Okay. Yeah, and how I haven't found any way to really resolve that. I've changed all the locks um over and over and over. And um nothing is working. I came home I don't know if it was the day before yesterday, I guess. Yeah. And the lock was a pad. I mean, it's like the biggest padlock I could get was hanging on the door open, and it was put in such a way to show me that they had the key. Yeah, they had the key. And, uh, yeah, we opened the lock, and here we are. So, um, 
you know, I learned a lot about padlocks and how um, they have the they have enough information on the package. Mm-hmm. It's kind of telling people how to get in. Yeah, um, Christina, um, I don't mean to interrupt you, but this is Anna from Massachusetts, and mm-hmm. um, years ago when this started, I kept going to the store and buying locks. I mean, I spent, like, so much money, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually I had my locks changed professionally because I couldn't stand to be at the door one more time changing the lock, you know, making sure it's working, this, that, and the other. I, the guy left at about, I don't know, sometime in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. The very next day, and I and I didn't leave the house, the very next day, I received a call from a friend, and I didn't want to leave the house. I kept saying I didn't want to leave the house, but... My friend insisted I I left the house. When I came back, my door was wide open. Mm-hmm. Wide open. And, and that was, I was like, you know what? There was nothing I could do. Nothing right. I could do. I was like, mm-hmm. at this point, you know, where I've had the locks changed professionally. I mean, I've changed them myself. I've had friends come over and change them. And then eventually had them done professionally and... When I found the door open, I was like, I didn't know what was going on, but I, but that day, I knew I was like, there's, there's nothing I can do, right? You know, as far as the locks were concerned, it was like we're going to get in whether you like it or not, and I, I, and at that time, I had no idea what was playing out, no idea. Mhm. Okay, let so, me go to. Last person, you guys. Can um, I just ask her how it ended? Did it yeah. end? Huh? With what, the locks? No, I mean the, your situation with them breaking in because um, I can't um, keep replacing things. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's um, just... n- No, not necessarily. I just, like, my son, my son and I would just, my son just pointed out to me a few days ago, like, um, he's like, oh, have you seen these socks? And I was like, no, I haven't, which I thought was kind of weird because I'm like, I, I remembered, you know, folding them and we couldn't find them. He looked, I looked. And then yesterday it was like, oh, here's the socks. So, you know, it's like, I don't know if you've ever heard any other TIs say things disappear and then reappear. It's like, You'll look yeah, for it. Yeah, I've heard people say that. Yeah. yeah, you'll look for it. And, I mean, and it's happened in so many different apartments. It, it's, like I said, I, I'm to a point where, it, it, as odd as it is to say, it's like I literally just, I'm like, oh, okay, I I have no privacy in my own home. You know, like, I, I don't like writing my personal you know, stuff down because I'm like, I don't know if they're coming in. I don't, you know, I don't know what it is. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a horrible way to live. It really is because, 
it's like, and then worse off is, you know, they show me like, oh, uh, we're going to take your, you know, the fibers from from your personal items and, you know, go plant them as as DNA. And it's like, oh my god, yeah, very interesting. It's horrible. It's uh huh. It's horrible, and that's you know. That's one, of, that's one of the many things. I was talking to one guy Friday um, evening on Joe's call, and he was saying that he gets the same thing. Like, he's come on the line at times, and they tell him, because they literally disclose to you how they will plant the DNA. Like, step by step, they show you, like, oh, this is how we can do this. And it's like, I mean, it leaves you in such... Okay, were you on the call at the beginning when I read the scripture? Are you talking about the V2K people? Yeah. So at the beginning of the call, I read a scripture that where basically no, where the Lord said. I missed it, Renata. I did not Okay. Well, I read a scripture, and let me see. I'll give you the exact scripture. But basically, um, the Lord said that his people know his voice, and we shouldn't follow any other voices, basically. Right, and, right. That's right. Right. And then I, I, I liken that to the V2K. Like, we don't want to listen to them. We don't care. That's right. If they, or talk if to they them. Can, if you know what? They can do it, then do it. I mean, what, what can you do? There's nothing you can do. Okay, it's John 10, 27, and 28. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. So basically, God is saying that you should know his voice and follow him and not anyone else. Don't even give what they're saying consideration. You cannot entertain it. I'm telling you, you can't. I'm not saying that you should, but I'm saying that you shouldn't. You should try Mm -hmm. really hard not to because that's how they're – Purping you or controlling you. Oh, God, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's never going to stop as long as you're listening to them and you're engaging with them. Yeah, you don't want to do that, really. Uh uh. No, you you don't want to get caught up in their. When they tell you, you yeah, this is is how we can set you up and this is what we're going to do and we're going to do this to your son and all that, all of that's real. They, They can do that, but you already know that. You know what I'm saying? They could do it to me. They could do it to anybody on this call. We already know that. So, I right. mean, we just cross those bridges when and if we get to them. If if it happens, then we have to deal with it then. But you don't want to be running those tapes through your mind. You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, that's right. That's yeah. a very big. I think that's a very big part of it is not getting caught up yeah. in what they're I mean, saying and what they're doing because the more you focus, on what they're doing, the more they do it, and well, it will end up, um, you know, you, you're you focusing on the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, the incredible thing is the details are so depictive in the manner. And, and I mean, literally, you, you know, no one, no one thinks like this. No one. Yes, crimi- yes criminals think like this. You know, if but, you go to any maximum security prison, you'll find people that think just like, just like this. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know, like I woke up and I thought, like I heard, you know, the people coming up to us, and and I had to, you know, introduce myself to them, um, and out of nowhere, it was like, oh yeah, well, 
remember this, and it was like, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. You know, because I did, before they moved in, it's like, oh, I did go in their apartment, you know. I mean, my cousin was there. And it's like, oh, well, your DNA is all over that apartment. It's like, oh, my God, yeah, it is. You know, and I'm thinking to myself. Okay, so I'm I'm going to, I'm sorry. Excuse me to cut you off. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to unmute this last person, okay? Yep. Okay. Hi, Elvira. Oh, oh, wait, I didn't get her Hello. Here. Are you unmuted, Elvira? Yes. How are you? I'm hanging in now. Okay, good. As long as you're all right, just checking. Yeah, thank you. Okay, did you want to say anything? No, I'm okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, let me uh, make a comment to Anna they have set me up, and they have arrested me and everything, and they don't give you any warning when they're going to do that. So I don't believe it that they would like, you know, they're just terrorizing you with saying what they're going to do. I don't think that they would give you a heads up on how they're going to do it. That's true. That's a good point, Nancy. Wait a minute. Let me unmute Memoir. That's a really good point, Nancy. Um, hey, Memoir. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? We got snow up the Yazoo. No, I saw that on the news. Oh, my God. It just doesn't stop. It's coming down and coming down, and we're supposed to get another storm Monday. And, oh, um, I really like snow. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we haven't seen the sun in weeks. Oh, Does wow. it exist? Does it exist? <laughs> it exists. It'll come back. When uh, a couple of, I guess that was a month or so ago, when um, the Buffalo, New York area got a lot of snow, I asked Scott if that slowed the perps down. He said, no, it doesn't slow them down at all. They still it, do what it, they do. They just come out in actually like blizzards, and they come out when it's like uh, sub-zero or close to that, you know, and that includes the police too, but my neighbors, they, it doesn't make any difference, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I mean the, I know that snow, I thought it would at least slow them down. The I wanted to say something about the keys. The snow did slow mine down for a couple of days. Hmm. Good. So okay. I gotta, well, you know this high hiss I always complain that I hear. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear it for a whole day. I was absolutely. It was Wednesday, as a matter of fact. I didn't remember the day. I did not hear it at all. Nothing. I couldn't believe it. It was like it's gone. It's not here. I don't hear it. It <laughs> you know, I was just astounded. Listen, I just wanted to talk about a couple of things. I went into um the Apple App Store cuz I have a Mac and nice. downloaded what uh, a free spectrum analyzer to my mobile device, okay. and I've been using it. It's very good. One thing, if you do buy or you do use one of these spectrum analyzers, and I suggest everybody get one, because not only are you yourself know what you're being hit, but this will certify it, and you can 
you can record it. But get one that starts at zero hertz because a lot of our targeting is extremely low frequency. Mm -hmm. And then they also have an ultrasonic um, spectrum. Remember, a couple of things. Where did you get that from? How much did you pay for it? It was free. Okay. It was at the oh, Apple. Oh, you got it from your app store. That's right. Sorry. Right. Apple App Store. If you punch in, if you write in Spectrum Analyzer, um, okay. it will give you a list, and they have several there that are free. I got the one that is, um, I'll tell you the name of it in one second. Um, I like it because, like I said, it went down to zero, uh-huh. and it did frequency, and it did decibels, and it had a um, it it had two panels. It's called Spectrum View, and you can also get an upgrade for six ninety nine, which I think I probably will get that because I like this a lot. I went through all of them that they had, and this is the one that um, I like the most for being free. I'm sure if if you put money, there would be a much better one there, whatever, you know, but you can do this. Um, I've been using it. It does show the pulses up. Um, It does show... Okay, so for those of us who don't know, tell us what this shows, and and how to use it. Well, you you go in there, and, and it's very simple, very simple. You just download it, and then you push the open button, and it'll open the thing, and it'll put an icon on your desktop, and you just open that. And then what you come to is, um, well, before their advertising is over, hang on here. Um, it's initializing. It's called Oxford Wave Research. That's get it and it comes to a little window and it has a a grid and on one side it has frequencies and hertz and on the other side it says scale and decibels and then at the bottom it has time in seconds you can do it as spectrogram which is a blue background and it shows the noise in these peaks and it it just moves from left to right. And then the spectrum analyzer is the kind that will bounce around to the noise. Like the louder your noise is, the louder the peaks go. It's just right. a different screen. Then it has a recording with a little uh, a microphone icon, so there's no problem there. It has playback. Um, it has You can take a camera shot of your screen. And that's it. And it has a color. I don't know what the color is on the side yet. I haven't figured that out yet. But like I said, it goes starts off at zero and it goes up in thousand increments for her. Okay, the I other one. And I went to my one, app store. What? I see it. I said I see it. I went to my app store and I see it. I'm going to download it. So for those yeah. of you who don't have the Apple product, you can look for um, a spectrum. Excuse me, analyzer on your um, device may not be the exact same one, but they may have one for your 
device. Well, another TI sent me a whole thing on um, Spectrum Analyzer for Android, and I don't have the information at my fingertips, but next week I will make sure I have that email up and ready to go, and I'll read it to your audience if you like. Yeah, um, okay. the, the other thing is that if you look through the list, there's, there's one that says ultrasonic. And that might be very interesting to be able to download if you can. I can't download it. My poor little iPod is about pooped out from memory. So I'm thinking of purchasing a separate iPod just for targeting, just to keep my targeting stuff on and use the other Well, look for a used one. You can buy some pretty good used ones, you know, on the Internet. No, they're $200 for a cheap for the cheapest um, new one that the iPod Touch. So I think I'd probably get that. I That way it's got a warranty and everything like that, and I don't have to worry about nothing. So okay. this, is, this is what I got. Um, like I said, there were several there that went from hundreds of dollars down to 99 cents. Anybody's interested? Uh, James Lyko also had a. Um, I don't know what he, where he got it from, but if you contact him or, or uh, he's got one on his phone that'll show direction. Yeah, yeah I don't remember. It's like a ghost detector, G H O S T detector. Right. Of uh, the frequencies, and it like shows you like by the three lines converging. Um, right. How like uh, where it's coming from? He says the perps hate it. Well, yeah, I I'll tell you, I'll tell it. you what that is, memoir. Because when James was here a couple of weeks ago in California, he actually put one on my phone. Let me see if I can find it. And and you're right, Scott. It's the three, uh, it's the three line thing. Somebody okay, is. so memoir, memoir, memoir. I, I don't think it'll work on my iPod because you you have an iPhone, right? Yes. Okay, on an iPhone, you have a magnetometer. On an, well, you can you can go into Gauss meters, which is for uh, electromagnetic. And if you do that, you I would do that also. Put that on your system. It's called a Gauss meter, and or D A U S S Gauss. It's G, like G, G as in girl? Yes, G as in girl. D-A-U-S-S. So what picks up V2K? Like, oh, well, or subliminal messaging. I don't know what you want to call it. Well, I don't know that. Who you would have to talk to about that is Dwight Mangum. If you go on a Facebook and you friend a guy named Dwight Mangum, he has picked up voices, and he's recorded them. There was also another T I was just talking to the other day. Oh, Mike Mason. He also picked up voices and has recorded them. He's on Facebook. Well, I want to tell you guys what James um, um, uploaded on my phone, and this is an iPhone. It's called, and it's free. It's called D, like the letter D. And then Tector, T-E-C-T-O-R, and that's all one word. D, so, D as in David? D as in David, 
the letter T E C T O R. So memoir, you can see it. That's see if you the can direction, right? Yes, that's a directional meter. Yes. See, I don't need direction. I know where they're coming from. I don't okay. have that problem at all. Okay. My little body is a total antenna. They have turned me into an antenna. I will say, though, with this directional meter, don't get too obsessed with it because we don't want you like, oh, it's coming from that house over there, and then you go confronting people and stuff. Like, don't do that, (laughs) you know? Oh, I know exactly who's doing it. No, no, no. I'm not saying you, Memoir. I'm not saying you, but I know some people will use that directional meter and then just, you know, like go overboard with it and start confronting people and things like that. So you don't want to do that. Anybody. Well, I understand you have to be careful with these devices because they will um, <laughs> record like a, a microwave or your refrigerator. You've got to have everything shut off in order to yeah. function. That's like with this thing here, this this little app I got. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got, you've got to keep your TV off. You've got to keep all noise down. And you know something? It will pick up um, upstairs. They have a device going 24-7, and it picks that up. And there's a little tiny line at the bottom that shows where it's, where it's going. So you just got to be careful. Well, you know what? I'll tell you, the, the nice thing about this one that James um, uploaded for me is it shows the cell phone towers in your area. Really? And- yeah, it, it detects, let me see, I'm pushing on it now. It needs to access my location, which I don't really like, but they know where we are anyway. And then it tells you, like, if it shows you an actual picture of the cell phone towers. Um, But I'm not sure what it shows you. Like, I don't know, if energy is coming from there or something towards you. Yeah. I don't know, I really went too far into it yet. Well, I go out and I know where all the cell towers are anyway. They're just so obvious around you. So I have to do is look up, you know, and there they are. And, you know, we, we, our town is not that huge. It only has a few. I've only seen two or three of them so far. But um, I'm not even concerned about the cell towers. Um, That's like the, the first gentleman I was listening to who was on was talking about the Illuminati and stuff like that. And I really think that that's a waste of time. I really think that that's a, I mean, how can you like that? How can you even put a face or a name on that? If you can give me a name and a face like Jenny or Bush (laughs) or Hayden or any of those, I mean, that to me is a real thing and you can point the finger at them people and say, you know, you're the jerks who started this crap. You you know, you had a lot to do with this. I mean, this a lot of this started way back with Reagan and even before him. But we, we don't even know that for sure. So to wrap yourself into an Illuminati type thing is I think just a waste of brain power. If you want to do something for yourself Start concentrating on technology and and how to figure out what they're using and how they're using it. And most of all, how to shield yourself from it. 
because well, a lot of people do believe that there is a new world order plan in place. Whether you want to call them the Illuminati or whoever, um, there is a there is definitely a plan okay. in place. But can you can you change it? Can you, no, what, but it, but, but, it? but we need to be informed. Don't you agree that that it it pays to be informed on what's happening in this world? You don't want to turn a blind eye to it. Some things we could possibly prevent. You never know. You know something. I have uh, so much energy, and my energy is on concentrating on the technology and how to figure out how to protect myself. There's one TI who's a very, very smart person, an engineer, can build all this stuff. And do you know what they're doing to him? They're turning his memory into mush. And if you do not have memory, you do not have a crime. And this is one of the things that I think is is the worst thing in the whole world. And there's two things that I've heard lately that have been very effective as far as shielding. And that's a rubber base, like a tire-based rubber, that thick, made with um, graphite. It's got graphite in it. And the other one is also a rubber base. And I think that that possibly might work. So I've heard good things about it, a lot of good things about it. So over a period of time. So that's why I'm passing it on. Um, And, you know, this poor man can't even think of what he did yesterday. And I feel so bad for him that, you know, to, to shield someone like that, to help them because he's putting a lot of energy into helping us. So that's my feelings. I don't care. I about mean, everybody, everyone's focus, everyone's focus is different. You know, I like to focus on ways to mentally get through but this I stuff. Think, but I think for all the bright people in, in, in TIville, it, to concentrate on Illuminati, it's a false flag. I, I you know, but, I, but, 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 but I can't understand where she's coming from a little or not. I've heard so many people like, they hold just on, analyze. I'm oh, sorry. Now, hold on one second. Sorry. Wait a minute. Gary brought it up, but that does not mean that's where he focuses. It just means that he knows about it. He chose to, to speak about it briefly today, but that doesn't hey. mean that that's his only focus. It doesn't mean that. That's not fair to say. No, it doesn't at all. And, Renata, I, I think I've been pretty clear in the past that I don't like to use the word in the Illuminati. Good. I don't, I don't like to give any of these group names that hide these people. And you can find out who these people are. If if you sit back and you say, well, I know this, and I'm not going to say who it is. What are you going to do about I, it? What are you going to do about it? Write letters? Well, now, okay. why, 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 are you, why, are you, why are you going like that? You would think, Wait. like, for, for one thing, the financial system of our United States is is – Really, probably where a lot of the funding is coming from. Of course. And that and that all emanates from a privately held criminal entity called the Federal Reserve, and and that's why you have people like Ron Paul trying to, to get audits at least. But really, that whole group wants to get rid of the Federal Reserve because that's where a lot of the evil and that's where our country started spiraling downward when that mm-hmm. entity was put into place illegally, definitely illegally, 
And that is where this money is coming from that's funding and controlling the integrity of our Congress, of our senators, of our president, all that. They have what, can you, un- what can you do about it? What can you do about it? Knowledge well, I, 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 can't, I can't do anything personally about it, but most of America doesn't know about it. And if they were to become aware of it collectively, someone with power is going to say, well, the people know about this. We've got to do something. They're writing letters. They're talking about it. But see, they control the media. They control basically Hollywood. They control our papers. Our I memoir. Let me t- Gary, can I say something? Memoir. I, no offense here, but this is how I feel with what you're saying. What can you do about it? It's thinking like that is the reason why we are where we are. Because everybody has this, well, a lot of people have this defeatist attitude, like we can't do anything about it, so we just accept it. If we all do something about it, then it can be changed. But if we all buy into that mindset, then no, nothing will happen. You're right. Renata, wait a minute. First issue for all of us, for all of us, is to shield yourself and find out what they're using again? Well, use find out what they're using against you, and shield. Because if you don't, you aren't going to have the capabilities to do any of this. You know, this activism, this speaking out, this whatever. I still try to speak out. Believe me, you know me. I got a big mouth, and I've got an active Facebook page and feed, but. Protect yourself first, because if you can't help yourself, you can't help anybody else. Okay, so shielding is a part of it. But when my money disappears out of my account in chunks and I go to the bank and all of a sudden now the person that was helping me isn't there, and that happens scores of times, you know that something's going on. When I've tried for 20 years to get an attorney to help me with a probate take the case and then all of a sudden drop it. I want to know why. When I'm falsely arrested and I never get my day in court and they throw me in a mental institution, I want to know why. How do these people get away with all this? Where is it coming from? So when I learn about the chain of the Illuminati and other people that are involved in this, it helps me understand why. Because, you know, I have no justice for all the things that are being done to me. It's not just about shielding. It's about None of us do. None of us do. Get used to it. Get used to it because this is your new reality, okay? They can walk in and do anything they want to your life. I realized this years ago. These people act like they, they control everything, and you know something? They do. So the only thing that you can concentrate on is the things that you can control, and if you can help yourself with shielding against these people and technology to be able to fight back, because a lot of people um, that I have, uh, you know, had had contact with are building devices that will block them. It's it's out there, little bits and pieces of it. Okay, shielding is a part of it, but there are other aspects, and when we educate ourselves on those, we can do something. You have to know who's pulling the strings so That's that you right. can address it. Mm-hmm. I agree, I Nancy. I used to think that. I used to think I that. Do too. I, I used I to do think too. that. 
<laughs> you are outnumbered, Memoir. But where are you going to oh. go with this? You're not going to win. Okay, with your mindset, we won't. You're right. Hey, Renata. Am I muted? You're not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Am I muted, Renata, or can you hear me? No, we can hear you, but hang on one second. And Gary, okay. I heard you. Okay. Hold on. Because Lala was trying to say something earlier. No, that's she got okay. It out. Uh, Lala, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead and say what you were trying to say. I was just say I just was gonna say um, when um, before I joined this program, I was reading a lot of books about the FBI and the CIA, and I do know that they have a master key for every set of keys that they um, every every um for every lock. Some of the keys that they don't have is for uh, what do you call them? Um, they're for uh, uh, fireproof, you know, like you know metal. When, when there's a fire, you put yourself in there. They don't have all the keys to those. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're but, talking about file cabinets? Yeah, no, no, no. They're called fire. Uh, no, that's like a fireproof. Um, like fireproof a safe. Fire. Yeah, 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 yeah fireproof. Safe. File, yeah. Well, they're like file cabinets and safes and things like that. Actually, yeah. Bad Baby said that locksmiths are, pardon, so real quick, Bad Baby uh, one time months and months ago said that they supposedly hire lockpicks. I mean, locksmiths, I'm sorry, and, like, have keys made for your perps and or their handlers, I guess. So, like, um, I don't even think that you have to worry about the FBI. You have the perps on the ground that have access to keys. Thanks a lot. Renata, let me know. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, because I want Lala to finish what she was saying. Go ahead, Lala. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to say, um, well, I, I just want to say what, what worked for me because um, they, they, they were doing that to me. They were coming into my apartment and stuff. So um, this apartment that I moved in here, I, put, I got one of those, uh, you know, those chains with the, um, uh, you know, the, the, the metal, the, the, you know, the metal one, you know, the, the metal, you know, the one I'm talking about with the chain, the, the lock. Uh-huh. You know, you lock your door, and then you can you. Oh, so you put the did, chain on the door. Oh, the chain. Right. Inside, but what I did, yeah. but what I did, they, they, what I did was they were able, they were coming in, and they were somehow put it back on there. So what I did is I stretched it all the way out. So when I put it on there, it's tight. So in order for them to get in, they can they have they have to break the chain, and that's been working for me. But um, I know when I'm not here, I know they come in here and stuff like that. But it does help because I told you, like, when me and my daughter go to sleep, they come in here, you know, they come in here while we're asleep. So since I've been having the chain up there, they haven't been able to come in. And the only other way they can get in is through the patio. But if they come in through the patio, they got to leap over something, and then the neighbors may see them. So if they really want to get in here, that's what they're going to have to do. Yeah. Well, with me, it's pretty much they, they only do this when I'm out. They don't. Come in when I'm here. Oh, okay. No, I haven't. I I make my statement and then I'll hang up. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Okay. I know that you think that I'm. uh, What what is the word I want? I'm not hopeful, and and that's not correct. I am. But what I'm trying to suggest to you is try to protect yourself. Shielding is is ninety percent of this. Uh, the other ten percent, while I'd say fifty percent technology and fifty percent shielding, I know that you know they steal your money. They've stolen mine. They've entered mm-hmm. my apartment. They've done everything and more that anybody has ever come on this call with. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'll be twenty years next year. 
So mm-hmm. I think you have some experience. Mm-hmm. And I've come to the conclusion that shield yourself so that you can have some type of a memory and a mind to work with. And then concentrate on technology because this will get you somewhere. We're battling people who've been experimenting and scientists for decades with billions of dollars. That's right. But, well, Memoir, and, I think where the disconnect comes with you and some of the rest of us is that because you um, because you educate yourself on one thing, like you say, technology, for me, it's things of the mind to try to get through this. That's my main focus. And other people have their main focus. But it doesn't mean that you can't educate yourself on other things as well. And I think that's where the disconnect comes in because it sounds like to me you're saying focus on the tech, um, focus on the technology and focus on the shielding. But then you're criticizing those of us who choose oh, to educate ourselves about, on the powers no, to be in this world. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is with technology and with shielding, you can actually have hands-on. With the Illuminati, I don't know who the hell they are. I don't really care. I can't do anything with them. I can't put my hands on them to shoot them. I can't put my hands on them to choke the crap out of their lives. Well, so and memoir, and memoir, neither, and you can't with the people who is who is doing this against you with these weapons either. Why? With the technology. You okay. don't know who's really behind that either. We can assume. We can oh, do our I research. Oh, I know behind mine. Okay, um, but what can you do? What can you do? The same question you asked us about the Illuminati. What can you I do about that? myself and I can prove what they're doing and I can But what good is that proof doing you? But what good is the proof doing you? Has it gotten anybody arrested? No. But Okay. They're all okay. My point is that cops around here. What are you talking about? You know that. They're all affiliated with the cops. I know, but I'm just I'm just proving a point, Memoir, that none of us so far have been able to do anything about any of this so far. But it has not stopped you from doing your right. research on the technology, and it but, hasn't stopped you from knowing okay. who's doing this to you. So why should it stop us from educating okay. ourselves on the people who we feel is behind all of this? Amen. The reason you're not going anywhere is because they don't want you to go anywhere. They don't want you to go into court and win. They don't. This is covert. This is a covert program. We understand that, through, What? We understand that. Everybody on this call knows that. But you're not going to go anywhere, anyway. They're not going to let you. They're not going to let you win in court unless they want you to win in court. They're not going to let you get it out there to the public unless they want you to let to get it out there to the public. You know how sensitive this country is. So what I do, I but you know what? I still have that Wait a minute, wait a minute. The only thing I'm suggesting is two things to help save your butt is technology to understand it better, to get a better grasp on what's going on. Number two, to be able to shield against that technology because you've got to know what to shield against. They're using 20 different things on us. And that's important. And that is, I don't do a lot of shielding. I have to admit I don't. But I do know people that do. And it is important, but all aspects of this is important, not just one aspect or two. Well, it's all I'm important. Talking about the Illuminati is a waste of time. It's a waste of your time. It's, it's a waste, waste of everybody's time. No, you know why, Jamar? I'm going to tell you something. Once I started learning about that, and I don't know a lot about it. I really don't. 
but I have read up on it. And I know who they are and who's behind this who presidency and all of that kind of stuff. But They're Jewish the attorneys. It, it does. It helps you Jewish to understand. Memoir, it has helped me to understand what all of this is about, what all this targeting is about. I didn't know that this was about world domination. I didn't know that when I first became targeted. I did not. And it all Jewish, helped it to, it helped to, start to make sense. It makes Jewish sense to me. Now, now, who is the Illuminati? As a matter of fact, I've heard, what, what is it, Rockefeller? Now, Jewish no, people. no. I've heard well, of that's that's crap. From everybody. That's old. I mean, no, it's crap. Can I, I answer that? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Why bring Let you her brain answer. Up? Let her answer. Go ahead. The Illuminati um, are part of insurance companies, Jewish attorneys. They control the court system. And that's why the court system is what it is. They're basically criminal defense attorneys. They control insurance companies. They own hospitals. They own um, the insurance companies that do medical malpractice, legal malpractice. That's why all of that, all the malpractice lawsuits have been shut down. And what Renata, or um, I guess it was um, memoir, you said you win when they want you to win. That is true. But the... The Illuminati are criminal defense attorneys. They're corporate criminal defense attorneys. Well, they're okay. level, but when you say the word, uh, wait, I want to add. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Memoir. I want to ask Gary. Gary, can you explain? Can you describe who the Illuminati are? I'm not. I mean, to? that's not all of them. Oh, no, but thank you. No, they're thank a you. huge I'm... hub. That's a huge hub. The Illuminati. Looney Tune word. Hmm. Okay. It's a Looney Tune word. You start okay, talking to the Illuminati. I want Gary. Gary, can you give us your definition, please? Well, I I, I don't like the word Illuminati, and I don't use it. So please. Okay, Illuminati, connect, elite, uh, whoever. Connecting my government. name. Oh, my okay. name with it. Yeah. Well, okay. it's it, it's basically it it stems from Zionism, which is a uh, oh my God. which is a geopolitical movement that uses Judaism as a cover. So that's why you get you hear all the time people getting uh, called anti-Semites. It's beca- it's not because the person is anti-Semite. It's because the person is pointing at the activities that are illegal and that are covert and are bad. And then when they when they out those particular people, they get called anti-Semites. It's it's like I try to make this connection. Like for instance, if you talk about the mafia, we can all agree the mafia is bad. We don't like the mafia, but unfortunately, uh, and, and no one's saying I don't like Italian or Irish. I'm not saying that at all. It has nothing to do with my neighbor that's Italian. Just the same way as if I say Zionist, I'm not talking about all Jewish people, and I'm not talking about them as a supposed religion or a supposed race. I'm talking about the people that have formed a criminal empire that spans the globe. 
And when when our Federal Reserve was put in place in 1913, it was those people that were behind doing that because that is one of the first planks of communism when you want to take over a, comp- a country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You control their financial system. Okay, and, so what can you do about it? No, we can't do anything directly. But if, right. Amer- if America wakes up, I'm, what, I bring it up because mm-hmm. I want everyone to spread that news so that we all get clues as to what is going on. In the meantime, you know, I'm looking you know, into my own shielding. I'm doing all that stuff. I have VPN systems. I have firewalls. I have my phone locked down. Go, go into YouTube. Go into YouTube and watch Bill Binney's uh, videos. Watch Diane Rourke's videos. Watch Thomas Drake's video. They are the whistleblowers. There's four of them. The other one is Kirk Weeb. They are the four NSA whistleblowers. And they will tell you, especially Diane Rourke and her YouTube, who is responsible for the of what's going on in the country today. She names Hayden and she names several others. So if you want to label them Illuminati, you go right ahead. But those are the fellas who are running this program. And it, it, listen to her speech. Diane Rourke. Get rid of the rest of the stuff and concentrate on people who are closest to what you're talking about. Well, you can go to each one of these these groups of people that we've all sat back and said, well, well, they own the media. Well, I've taken time to go look at every one of the media outlets Mm-hmm. and looked at the names and followed who those people are at the top because they are controlling each one of those particular entities. And yeah. you can do that with every group. You can go to the um, uh, the uh, World Bank, same thing. You can go to Goldman Sachs, and you right. will find that all those people are connected. You, you could just say they happen to be Zionists, but... It it is a criminal network, is what it is, and there's names for every one of those. You can Gary. find each one of those persons, and there's a name attached to it. It's not okay. Illuminati, it's not Democrat, it's not Republican, uh, and you know I've said this before, so I don't even know why I'm having to say it again. Uh, I feel like I'm getting pulled out because I was going to try not to talk about this anymore because I've already talked about it until it's blue in the face. Fine. You don't have to talk about it on my part. I'm just well. I, I I was clearing my name on that because I don't like being associated with this Illuminati. I don't want to be because I'm actually the opposite of that. I'm the guy that's saying, "Look, these people have names." If if right. you want to sit back and say Hollywood's controlled by these people, okay, go to Sony Pictures, go to Viacom, go to every one of those companies, and you will see the same type names at the top. And they're connected. You can connect these things. And there's plenty with, of with, YouTube videos that will connect them for you. To the Jewish in the world, I'm Jewish and I'm saying that I was born Jewish. I can't stand the religion or the culture. Gary's right. Look, you, you could talk about any right, race, religion, nationality. 
just about anything. They'll make mafia jokes. They'll make black jokes. They'll make uh, Spanish jokes. All kinds of offensive crap. But you say one tiny little thing about Israel, you're an anti-Semite, you hate every Jew that's alive and ever lived and ever will live, and that's a crock of crap. That's pure BS. I mean, that's the elephant in the room memoir. Does it solve anything knowing the Jews are behind all this BS? No. But it's good to know. It's just good to know who basically the enemy is. And I'll qualify what I'm saying. I don't hate all Jews, but you know what? If it's it, evil is evil. And if the Jews are behind all the entertainment, all the pharmaceutical stuff, just about everything, they run the government, they run the, the whole financial system, they're the bad guys. Period. If End of story. If, anybody, if anybody is an Illuminati, I would say Henry Kessinger is one. And, you know, Illuminati, here, here's why I agree with you with the Illuminati stuff, okay? The people who engage in mental, I won't use the term, the people that over-intellectualize the stuff about the Illuminati and the Masons and the Jesuits and do all the analysis and all the historical stuff, it's been hours and hours. Like Mark Paseo, he's a brilliant guy, but he just, it's its erudite, esoteric, boring crap about the, the uh, right. Illuminati and all that stuff. Right. I, and the occult, I could care less about that. But from Renato's point of view, I don't know if she'd agree or not, in mine, I find this stuff fascinating and interesting and a bit educational. Now, does it, like, lessen or uh, make any difference in targeting, probing? No. But it's just, you know what, everything, even all, all the, every part, real quick, everything point. can't be just dry educational stuff. You'll you have to have some point. informative entertainment. I mean, and, and learning about the Illuminati and the Masons and the Zionist movement, which controls all this crap, it's you not essential, but it's just good you to be well-rounded in that respect. You miss my point. I'm telling you, I only have so much energy. Why waste it on something? No, no, I, I understand. That's where I agree with you totally. Look, I spend like a good 80 to 90% of my time, I mean, like as far as on the computer and all that, I mean, I'm way past it. Pardon me, everyone, women. Internet porn, I've done with that. It's stupid. It's childish. It's insulting. I'm way past a lot of the garbage. I don't watch any of these idiot comedy videos except stand-up comedy. Most of my time on the computer is spent listening to archive talk shows. I've heard everyone of all those, just about everyone of Renata's, everyone of Nigel's, and so on. A lot of good stuff. I do tons and tons of reading. Um, memoir, I am all for the educational stuff. In fact, I think I overdo it because I have that obsessive compulsive mind. But I understand you want to learn stuff like I'll, I, I'm like Renata and like Nigel. I concentrate mainly on the psychological stuff, and I am trying to learn more about the DE weapon stuff, especially I, since I've been getting more like mind control stuff and tinnitus. But my point is like, um, yeah, you just can't like constantly like. It, it just in my case, if all I'm going to do is educate myself about things that are useful, without any like downtime, without any entertainment, I'll burn out mentally. It's like, right. literally, we should even take some days off on that and not even, like, try to learn about this stuff. I mean, I mean, but uh, in my I case, for example, I'll watch some stand-up comedy or listen to it on YouTube. I'll listen to other, some, you know, um, just amusing stuff. I read, I'm 52, and I've been reading comic books since I was eight. I still read comic books. I watch horror movies. I, you know, just so you need downtime. So of all the time spent educating, I take out of, like, say, 100%, 80, 85% of that is things I think will help me. 15, maybe sometimes 20% is pure, mindless entertainment so I can like let my take, brain relax. Take a deep breath. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. That's all. Well, you take a deep breath right now. Just take a deep breath. But there was also um, this friend of mine, this TI friend of mine, is, all, is also involved in 
uh, triangles and pyramids. And the Savati I was telling me there's a river under the pyramids of Giza. And to me, if there was a river running a mile under the pyramid of Giza, they would have a lot of farmland there. Water is more expensive than oil or gold over there. No, look, I'll I'll, I'll say it flat out. The stuff of the Illuminati and secret societies and all this stuff, you know what? It's entertaining. Okay. Right. I guess so. There, it, it's, it's, it's fascinating time. entertainment, and that's all. Does it like? Can you like use it to like uh, like talk to the FBI or the CIA or uh, the Air Force and Navy and all the other traitors and the and, and the fusion centers and all the local police and all the other corrupt pieces of crap and their civilian perps and make them stop and change and grow the hell up? No, of course not. But is it interesting? Does it kind of like round your mind off, round your education off, so to speak, on the corruption of the world, which obviously gang sucking is part of? Yeah, it kind of gives a you know, bigger picture. You're just looking at a purely pragmatic, utilitarian point How of view. How long have you, you been use. a TI? How long have you been a TI? I've been a TI at least 20 years. I've known I've been a TI about one year. And I remember more, the more I learned about gang stock in uh, memoir, the more I, the more things that had happened in the past that were once like weird coincidences, you know, make a thousand percent sense now. So like, mm-hmm. I, I like, I mean, I like to know where I stand. And also, knowing this stuff gives me an idea of the tactics of these pieces of crap. I have a much better idea of the kind of scripts and how they're trying to play to me psychologically, my weaknesses and strengths. I mean, they try to reverse engineer like and just screw everything up. So mm-hmm. I've been a TI about 20 years. Just like okay, Gary. Gary, are you still there? I am, yes. Okay, I apologize. I didn't mean to. Um, no, that's all right. Your I name didn't go on, Gary. I just, I I get just a little know that, I know that. I know that Illuminati is the mostly the name that people use. So, how do you refer to them? Well, I, I, I view it as a Zionist thing, uh, and because there are names attached to that. And you know we have people that were that helped bring Barack Obama into power that have dual uh, allegiance and citizenship with Israel, and that is actually a crime that they were since they were able to have access to our uh, our, our Congress and all that they were able to get it changed just for them. But now I've actually seen other uh, who I say are Zionists. Uh, try to out uh, other people in that are not uh, of that cloth, out them for trying to have dual citizenship with their country. Uh, Gary, uh, can I ask you a question about uh, Zionism? I just want to, I've been waiting for a while. I just wanted to ask yeah. you a question. What is your definition of Zionism? Well, I don't know that I have a concise definition, really. Have I, you ever looked up Zionism? Oh or my who gosh. started Zionism? Yeah, well, yeah, I know. I try not to to make this a big. It's a lot. What's taken me? Well, no, it was it's really, really simple. Who had decided to do good for the country? It was a group what? of men who decided to do good for the country. That's what? how it started out. No. Well, Zionism actually well, is a group of people who believe that Israel should have their own country in their own land. <laughs> And that's the definition of Zionism. It has nothing to do with uh, banks or world banks or the Federal Reserve or anything like that, or actually this country. Zionism has to do, if you look it up on Wikipedia 
or any of the other um, resources well, you'll find. You, that's what you, ha- you that's have to realize what, Wikipedia is, is controlled well, okay. by. I, my mother has, you're we're right. Jewish. You're we're right, Jewish. I apologize. I was thinking of something else. That is true. We're, we're okay, Jewish. Okay, I found the definition. This definition is on Zionism slash Israel.com. Who are Zionists? We are Zionists, and we are proud Zionists, too. Zionists is dirty uh, is dirty name only in the mouths of racist and evil-minded people. Some, uh-huh, of them use, some of them use it as a polite way of saying Jew. Okay, and then it says, what do Zionists believe? Zionists believe that the Jews are a people and deserve a country of their own. Thank Zionists you. believe in Zionism, the national liberation movement of the Jewish people. Zionism is not against anyone and is not racist. Zionism implements the right of self-determination of the Jewish people. And then it goes on and on. I'll put that in the, in the chat room. But here's the thing. There's Thank you, Renata. There's everything. Well, I'm just reading that, but I'm, uh, um, I found you the can't, definition. You can't but ask there, there's good and who bad they are. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is there's good and bad in everything. Now, these people sound like they have good intentions and everything. But just like in the Christian religion and the Muslim religion and whatever group, there is that not-so-nice crowd of people. But well, there's a criminal element in society. everything. That's there's what I'm a, saying. So, there oh, is yeah. a criminal element. There's yeah, a criminal no, element. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So what I'm saying is not all Zionists are bad, but then there's probably that element. You know, like you said, there's that element. Oh, uh, you've got to really look. You've got to really research it. I mean, there is there are people that were Zionists that came out, and I've sent you that before. Uh, if you go read Benjamin Friedman, or actually listen to his his address that he gave at a hotel. He he was one one of them early on, and he realized what they were up to, and it it's 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 kind of a hard listen because it's not a real good quality recording, but that is where I learned the bulk of what I know initially, because it's coming out of the mouth of someone that was there during World War One and that worked side by side with these people and knew all the connections. And he was appalled at what they were doing and who they were. It's, and I, I just highly recommend you go on and listen to that because this is a very hard, deceptive uh, subject to cover. It's, it, and it really, it, it's even covered in Revelations, in Revelations 2, 9 and 3, 9. Uh, oh even in the Bible, these people are known. And, and then basically they're... They're considered the synagogue, synagogue of Satan. There's no, you know what? You're misquoting everything. The whole Bible talks about Zion as the apple of God's eye. Zion is another word for Jerusalem. Oh wait a minute. Now I know, I know what that means, but it's all the way through the Bible is Zion, and there's never one negative connotation. The Pharisees were called from the synagogue of Satan. You call yourselves Jews, you call yourselves brothers, and you are not. You're false, and you're from the synagogue of Satan. Well, you go listen, go listen to Benjamin Friedman, who was one of them. I don't care. I and read you, my Bible. Find, I don't care about Benjamin Friedman. He isn't my God. It's important because they're liars. 
Can I say something? And that's what they're yes. saying in the Bible. You call yourself a Jew. And these people are saying they're Jews. That's why I say they use Judaism as a cover. Okay, let me read that scripture. It's Revelations 2 and 9. I know thy works in tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but right. are the synagogue of Satan. That's what Revelation 2 and 9 says. Not a word about Zion or Zionists. That's what they Zion do. is oh. a land. What is all this defense of this? I don't understand. I'm Can offended I? by this. I'm Jewish, and I'm offended ah. by this. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. So I'm of the synagogue of Satan? No, I, told you, I said that earlier, that I'm not talking about all Jews. No, he didn't. He, he, he said that. He does not mean all Jews. There's good and oh, bad. Not at all. This is a political movement, and I'm Jewish too, and I'm not like, uh, I don't hate Jews. Look, i got to point out something I'm sure Gary's seen on YouTube. I found out myself. There are tons and tons and tons of protests on YouTube, videos of Orthodox, Hasidic Jews, the ones with the, red, the ones with the beards and all, wearing all black yeah, and white yeah. and the hats on, protesting Israel's policies of genocide against Palestine. And by the way, Israel, as far as like uh, Zionism being a movement to get Israel, that's from Great Britain, the Balfour Decla- Declaration, and yes. Israel has no biblical or any other kind of claim to that land, none. They literally, and I used to buy, trust me, I was brought, raised, born and raised Jewish, and I brought, brought up, brought, pardon me, I bought into the crap that um, the Palestinians and all the Arabs are terrorists and animals. No, Israel literally killed these people, a lot of them. They stole their land. They stole their resources. They took their houses, literally moved into it. They had zero right to it. This is the same thing that's going on in South Africa. This from a religion that says never again, and they're doing the same, except for the death camp experiments, some other stuff, to Palestinians. They don't allow the importation of simple things into Palestine. And as far as Hamas goes, uh, the Palestinian terrorist group, uh, there's a lot of evidence pointing out that our own good people in our government created it along with Israel. So, Look, bad is bad. Are all Jews evil? God, no. Of course not. But the Jews that are heads of these multi-billion dollar corporations and the bankers and the media and all this other stuff, they're evil. By their actions and inactions, they're absolute monsters. And they have, uh, for uh, such a, like 1% of the world's population or something like that, a tiny percent, they have an inordinate amount of power and control. And, That's true. And hey, can Indians, I get say something? Please. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. I've been trying to get over it in edgewise. Um, it, it's not right to attack Jews or anybody. And I think this can be unpopular, but our attention should be focused on evidence, not on something that may or may not be. Because if you get a scan and you get your frequencies tested, they're going to trace back to the government, not to the Illuminati. So we shouldn't speculate about the Illuminati. We shouldn't speculate about good and bad Jews. We should be focusing on gathering evidence and exposing what is happening. If it later further ties down the road to Illuminati, fine. But we aren't going to get anywhere in this world by talking about Illuminati or ethereal things. We need to talk facts, and we need to tie things to evidence. Well, you know what? Some of us disagree with that, Stan. I know. Me too. Some of us feel that we need to have a well-rounded knowledge on just about all we can that's happening in this world. This, This targeting 
I, I did this thing. I put it on my website yesterday where I wrote all these search terms, okay, just for people who are interested in doing some sort of research. And I did that because I found for myself, when I first got targeted, I was looking at everything that had to do with gang stalking, which is what I called it back then. Now I call it organized stalking. Uh, was gang stalking and targeted individual. But I soon realized that it goes way beyond that, way beyond that. And everything that we're talking about is relevant to our targeting, believe it yes, or not. Yes, it is. It is. Believe it or not. And and so for those who want to have a narrow focus, that's fine. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. But there are some of us that prefer to have a broader focus. And, no, we do not talk about the Illuminati on this call every week. We don't. But sometimes we let the conversation go where it goes, and that's where it went today. Now, for those no, of you I understand who, that. Oh, but wait, let me finish. For those of you who don't, you know, feel that it's necessary to know anything about the alumni, that's fine. And as Gary said, he doesn't refer to it as alumni. I'm using that word because that's a common word to refer to these people, the shadow government or whoever, um, the forces who seem to be running things in this world. So some of us want to educate ourselves on that. And we can't be faulted for that either. If that's not your cup of tea, I understand. I personally no, don't go too wait, wait. I you're, personally you're, don't go too far into it because I just kinda like don't understand all that stuff. But I do think that it's important to know at least a minimal amount. But that's I, I'm not saying it's it's not important to know. I'm saying that it's important to speak in facts. It's in, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, and it doesn't mean that I'm not well-rounded because I don't believe in the Illuminati. What it means is I believe that if we want to communicate with the rest of the world, we must present facts and speak in facts. We must detect frequencies, we must record frequencies, and we must show the world that these are happening to us. It doesn't mean I don't read about these other things, and it doesn't mean that I think everybody is wrong, but I I don't think we have any facts to tie it to the Illuminati myself. Well, you know what? Some of us are in search for facts. And so mm-hmm. this is what it takes for us to get facts. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what it takes. You didn't get facts on whatever it is you have facts on and, until you did your research, correct? Well, I had a scan. I had a scan and I have evidence that I have implants and I have evidence that it ties to the military. So I do have that evidence. Plus, I'm also researching. But in all my research, I don't tie it to the Illuminati. I tie it to government agencies, just like MKUltra. It is fact that MKUltra occurred. This is a continuation of MKUltra. And MKUltra ties to the CIA, not the Illuminati. And again, and again, I'm going to say stress this again. Because you research one thing does not mean that you discount the other thing. We yeah. can be well-rounded. We can get facts on the MK Ultra. Most of us on this call know about all of that, you know, but it doesn't mean that we can't research other things. I have facts about some things that are happening to me, but so far those facts have gotten me nowhere. So far, I'm still praying and hoping, but so far. But it doesn't wait a minute, wait a minute. Who, who, who gave the order for the who gave the order for MK Ultra in the first place? The CIA, people, people, not no, the Illuminati, no, no, the CIA. No, no, it was people that that's referred to as Illuminati. I mean, I mean, the people, CIA, MK Ultra, all these things just didn't pop out of the sky. 
That's well, right. read the declassified documents for MK Ultra and tell me where the word Illuminati occurs. Read the church committee documents I can bring you somewhere. I can bring you For one, for one, I'm read the book Illuminoids. I'm just saying, okay, I know I'm see, not popular here. I'm just listen, expressing my opinion. Listen, listen, you, we're not trying to attack you, but you have to understand, because these words are not documented somewhere on official paperwork, most of this stuff is black ops programs anyway. You're not going to see too much about what's happening to you in the mainstream either, which is why other people don't believe when you say what's happening to you, but it doesn't mean that it's not happening. So because Big Joe, so because it's not all in the news, all the Illuminati is behind this and they're behind the shadow government, it does not mean that it's not happening. It Consider, does not. Sorry. I was just going to throw this in what you, based on what you were seeing, Renata. Consider this, um, how much, like, in terms of, like, expenditures of, like, for technology, weapons in general, go to national security, and because they're under national security, they are classified 1 million percent, meaning the people behind them, the exact technology, how it's used, whatever, is fully classified for, quote, our sake, our protection. So there's a lot of stuff out there that's openly known to be, in other words, classified. And there is a black op, there has been a black ops budget for a long time. So... And, and they're called secret societies for a reason. They're not going to come That's out and say, we're the Masons. Thank right. you. So, yeah, we're right. behind the gang stuff and stuff. So, you know, right. you know, sticking their tongue out. You know, it's, it's secret. I mean, you have local secret societies, national, international. I mean, it's it's very real. There's books about it. But they're not going to come out and say it just because they won't. I, I don't mean to talk over anyone. I'll say real fast. Just like for the same reason they're not going to public, public about gang stalking. Because a lot of what these secret society scumbags do is illegal. Gang stalking is illegal. Satanic ritual abuse is illegal. Uh, the rich getting all kinds of like favors when they commit the same crimes as the poor is illegal. Police committing crimes and getting away with it, it's, it's basically illegal and immoral. Um, I could go on for hours with the stuff they're doing in the food. GM, it's illegal. But they're only going to be public about so much stuff because it's brainwashed and mind control as so many people are. You know, a lot of people really would be in the streets losing their mind, including like the army and a lot of cops, if they knew the truth. So they have to keep stuff quiet. And I'll just reiterate real quick. Consider all the black ops stuff, the the, the budget, uh, the uh, national security stuff that is one million percent classified as far as names, people, this and that. Think of FOIA requests, freedom of information, all the redacted or blacked out documents, all the information we're never allowed to know for quote our protection, which is a crock of you know what. Okay, my rant's over. Oh. And all things done in the dark, in the all things done in the dark shall come to the light, and that is biblical, and it's happening. Yes. yes. That's and great. I mean, Hi, Janae. How are you, Janae? I'm pretty good. Just got home from the grocery store and had all my uh, organized stalkers. So. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they I like to, to store today. <laughs> yeah, they like to uh, uh, um, do something to their nose like they got boogers or something, and I guess that means I don't know what that means. That means you're being watched or you stink or, or something. Well, what, or, what was it? What did they do? <laughs> They just kind of, they always do they nose like you stink or something, you know. That's a sign that well, I get. Well, sometimes, sometimes that could be a signal to the other stalker, too, that's close by. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have heard that, too. But I, I get that signal, and it's all based on all the lies that was told and I was, I was um, uh, set up. 
uh, by some people, and yeah, I worked for the army, the military, and um, I believe that this is all Illuminati is in control. So, yeah. uh, and all things done in the dark shall come to the light, and we're gonna know. They're gonna know who really is in control when God comes back and shows them. Mm-hmm. So when they when they do their little nose thing, I do my little nose thing, and I just stick my finger up at them. So now they have to feel bad. I'm like, who would have a job that you're getting? You know I don't want to be bothered with you. You know, um, so I would not do that to someone if someone was giving me the finger. <laughs> I'm sorry, a gift card, a disability check, or whatever, could not get a keg of beer or whatever on Fridays or whatever they get, could not lower me to do such yellow belly criminal acts against humanity. Right. Mm-hmm. I would just poor and honest than to do the dirty stuff that goes on in this world. Mm-hmm. And that's just me. Mm-hmm. So that's what I go through. And it's, it, my, my targeting has really stopped. My Not my targeting, my torture has really kind of slowed down. I think they took the power away from my real enemies. And uh, I just get uh, shot bare minimum. But I was getting, I was getting really hit and tore up a lot. But I mm-hmm. think because of me writing and because of me calling, and I left messages with internal affairs and the police department, even though they don't call me back. But I think they got on it, and I think they contacted somebody. And this person whose name I gave, uh, I heard they lost their power. It's almost like a, a, a game to me, like a Mario. Luigi game, like, oh, I lost my powers. My perpetrators talk loud and mm-hmm. clear. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. They do. And that's stopping, too. That's slowing down. But, you know, I don't trust them. I don't trust any of this. So I can't say it's gone, it's over, nothing like that. It, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes there are some slower peaks, you know, which is mm-hmm. good. And then they'll step it up again, at least with me. Well, I hope not with me, but I hope not with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> not with anyone. So that's, that's what's going on. Ain't nothing changed. And I'm just, I just believe in the good Lord, you know. I just have faith that he's going to come back one day, and we have to pray for our individual families and pray for ourselves and just get closer to God. And those who don't believe, I don't know how you do it without believing, because it is a higher, higher power. And there are mm-hmm. higher powers doing this and committing this crime. That's right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That's okay. Right. Well, I don't want I don't want anyone to be offended. Please don't be offended because we don't agree with your point of view or you don't agree with ours or whatever. Everyone is entitled to their opinion and how everybody's entitled to their Everyone's entitled to do the amount of research they want to do, um, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't it shouldn't take away from anybody else and what they're doing. You know? Yes, learning. We're all learning, and we're all going through this. Yeah. I'd like to say, how dare a TI take away freedom of speech and freedom of thought from other TIs? That is what this whole agenda is about: is to suppress our own thinking, and our own free speech. So for someone to come on here and say that, 
she also said anyone that believes in God is delusional. I don't appreciate someone like that coming and crashing your call. Who said that? I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. She didn't say it this week. She started up another way. Oh, well, yeah, that's not okay. I don't know who said that. I don't remember. No, who said that? But me. Well, I, you know, everybody knows that I believe in the Lord. I know He's real. You know, um, proof or no proof, I know He's real. I believe He's real. I know that He's helping me through this. Um, and again, everybody's entitled to believe how they how they choose. Some people don't believe in God, and I respect that too. Do what do what you want to do, but don't knock those of us who do. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I do want to say one thing that is very important and very crucial is that the Nazis were first an occult group and secondly a governmental group. And people are saying, you know, it's the government. Well, yes, they brought in from Nuremberg. They were all sentenced to life in prison. Fifteen years later, they were all out of prison. The majority were given safe haven here in the United States, and that's how time is infiltrated into our government. It's first an occult group, and secondly, it is government. And so, you know, people that want to put their head in the sand about, you know, that this is an evil agenda um, really are lacking in being able to control it within their own targeting. Because you have to know, you know, be wise as a serpent, but harmless as a dove. You have to realize where this is coming from. I want to say, too, that um, there's a scripture that says, and all you're getting, get an understanding. And it, for me, it's very important to understand this. I'm telling you, once I start, and I don't fully understand it, but once I have I started to understand, to do my research and start to understand who I feel is behind this and the tactics and what they're doing and all this kind of stuff, it really opened a new world for me. It really did. It really helped me to move forward, to be able to just to understand a little bit about what's going on and to understand that I'm not alone, that this is about world domination. It helps to put a face on the monster, on the enemy, so to speak. It helps to have an idea like, some kind of name, entity, or face, whatever, behind, instead of just some, like, kind of boogeyman, so to speak, like, you know, like, we have yeah. no idea. When you can put a, like, actual name of a group of people or whatever, a movement or movements or organizations behind something, it kind of gives you a clear picture of what's going on. It really does. Depending on your perspective to begin with, but in my, you know, in Renata's case and mine, and I'm sure plenty of other people, TIs or anybody just like facing a situation which you're confused and you want to know who the enemy is, that you can go as far as like for an analogy, for example, say you have like an illness or something like that, and you want to find out like what the cause is, like you know, modern medicine doctors won't give you a straight answer, and you find out about natural medicine. And then the point is is just having a well rounded education to give you peace of mind. For example, like I have obsessive compulsive disorder, I'm not crying about it. But, I mean, knowing, like, what caused it doesn't, like, make a big difference. But knowing what caused it helps me understand things. It gives me a better perspective on how to, like, deal with it. And knowing about, like, my OCD, like, little crap about it, which may once seem like seem like nothing, helps me out now being a TI because I know they're, like, playing my 
quote weaknesses or my OCD against me in some ways, like the way I go over things again and again and worry about stuff and guilt. But it all comes down to like just like being able to say this is the boogeyman, so to speak, and take away the mystery. Because most TIs like they don't TIs won't believe that aliens or reptilians or demons are behind, even though they are demonic behind gang stalking. Um, it's in other words like. Most TIs realize this is government because the government only could afford to do this. And it's not just U.S. government, the government of East, in East Germany, in, in Stalin's Russia, and before that, Nazi Germany, Mao's China, they all had gang stalking. I mean, like, only the government can afford this. Our corporations and academia or whatever universities involved yet, but this is the government and, like, the people who run the government. And yes, Obama's a puppet in the Senate and Congress, House of Senate and Supreme Court. And I'm rambling, but I'm just saying. Well, I, I will say this too. Another advantage in my mind for those of you who say we don't even need to worry about who's behind it because that's not important, or however you guys said it. Another advantage to me is that you might decide once you once you start to do your own research and and you determine who you feel is behind it, you might decide that you want to get active. You know what I'm saying? You might want to get into some activism because that's what I did. I, I just felt like, wow, I mean, yeah, I'm, like whoever said it doesn't matter because you can't do anything about it, I disagree. I think it's that mindset that keeps us where we are. I really do. And, and yeah, I'm just one small person, and, and whoever else is, is politically involved and trying to make a difference in whatever area they choose, you might just be one voice, but if we put all those voices together, then it can make a difference. I'm serious. I mean, I agree 100%. Yeah, you Remember might that? decide. You might decide, well, I want to take a stand in all of this. You know what I mean? And that's when I started to go to City Hall. It, it, it hasn't made a difference to what I can see, but I know just by speaking out from time to time, it has helped someone else down there because I've had people come to me and say, I'm glad you said that. Keep speaking out because this is how we make changes. And it is how we make changes. Yes, we absolutely do need to know about our targeting. We need to be credible. We need to, um, you know, to sound logical. We we do need to gather our evidence and make sure, you know, all that's in order. I believe all of that, but I don't think there's one thing. I think there is probably over a million things that we need to do and over a million things that we need to educate ourselves on. But yeah, uh, we probably would never get to all those things. Huh? Excuse me? You're planting seeds of truth, and you never know where those seeds are going to go and where they're going to land. And most people are not going to come to you and give you a verbal, um, you know, kind of thing. And, and it's you okay. Just, and, and the but the how, can we, how can we just focus on, and this is my way of thinking, how can I just focus on me? It's bigger than me. What they're doing to me is bigger than me. Like they're killing humanity. And we have to take a stand. That's how I feel. I really feel like that. If they kill me today, okay, I live fifty something years, you know. But this is this is humanity that we're talking about. I don't want to be selfish and just focus on me, 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 me. You know what I mean? I want to use my voice, whatever small voice it may be. I cannot stand injustice. I can't stand it. I don't like corruption. You know, and it's up to us to try to make a difference. We have to make a difference here. Not just focus on ourselves. You know that's just how I feel. Yeah, we have to we have to protect ourselves and do our shielding and get our evidence. Of course, we have to do that. 
But we still we have more to do than just that. And if we don't educate ourselves on what's truly going on out here, how can we? I think we can all agree something's really going wrong with America and with this world. I think we can all agree on that. So what what is, what is your what what you gonna do about it? You know what I'm saying? What you gonna do about it? So what? The whole world may not know your name. So what? We don't care. I don't care about that. But what are you gonna do about what's happening in your community? Take the focus off yourself just a little bit, just a little bit. And and yeah, focus right. on some of the things that's wrong in your community, in your families, in your your school systems, in your churches, in your you know, we have to do something. Yeah, we're not, it says in the Bible not to be a part of the darkness, but to expose it. To not be a part of evil, but to expose it. And you do a great job doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And it's, again, again, it's really not about me and getting, thank you, Nancy, but it's not about me and getting accolades, but I truly feel that we have work to do. We have work to do outside of this targeting. In, inside the community for ourselves, of course, for our families, of course, but I'll tell you, you get through the targeting a little bit easier when you're when you're taking the focus off yourself sometimes, when you're helping other people. We should be waking up every day saying, Lord, how can I help? How can I help somebody? How can I help humanity? How can I help your kingdom? How can I help? How can I help? You know what I'm saying? No matter if we're being tortured every day, and trust me, I am too. I am I know. too. But... We got to do something. I cannot just sit around and watch these people destroy us. I can't do it. Yeah. And to get back to um, what the um, woman was talking about before, about fine-tuning, um, um, you know, um, the sources of what this is happening, okay, that's understandable to a point, okay? But, I mean, to actually say, like, um a, a um, figure, uh, okay, a reference, okay, what is commonly known as Illuminati, okay, that is something like something fantasizing or ghostly or something like that. No, it's not, okay, because, yes, you can bring it back to the military. You can bring it back to the CIA and any other intelligence agency, but there's, but there's forces over that. I mean, let's be clear about that. But who's running it? You'd think of who's running it, and the president is the highest officer of the military. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. That's, the commander-in-chief. Commander the commander-in-chief. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is it. Renata, I like what you said, that it was, one thing we can all agree on is that there's definitely something going on in this world. I, I think we can all agree on that, right? If we don't agree about nothing else today, we can agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> you know. And so there, therein lies opportunity to get involved, to do something. It could be a letter. You could write a letter somewhere. You can make a phone call. You can do whatever, something. Yeah, and I gotta get that feel Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll feel better about your own situation. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I wasn't saying anything. Just, just that I got. I have to get back on writing my letters. But sometimes you have to resend them to the same people because the next year something might be different. Like whatever, right. whatever I've done or whatever, uh, someone has either picked me up and said, "Look, oh well, I've kind of heard some things," but said, "You know, lay off of her torture at least." Right. Even though they're and still I there. And I think that you can. 
find uh, everybody should be able to find some opportunity that works for them. Letter writing I have done, but that's not really that's not something I stick with. But we can all find something that we can we can do. You know what I'm saying? I like what Charles is doing. Charles is exposing how they're treating these people who are homeless. Charles is exposing it. And you know what? When you expose things and put that out there, you will get hit harder. You will. You will. That's just just the truth. You know. But you still got to do something. It's worth it. It's worth it sometimes. Okay, so... I hope nobody leaves with their feelings hurt today because that was not the intention. The conversation just went where it went, and, um, you know. I'll try not to beg. I'll try not to have my feelings hurt. (laughs) Gary, I already sent you an apology email. Oh, hey, there's something. (laughs) Well, thanks. I was going to send you something, too. uh, I did, because I don't want you to be offended. You know, I don't know what you mean. When you said that at the beginning, whenever you bring up certain conversations, everybody wants to go there with you. But that's just the way it is. Well, well, that should tell you something, too, because it used to be the saying was, and I think it still applies a bit, if you want to find out what's going on, follow the money. Well, yes. that that definitely applies to the Federal Reserve thing that I was telling you about. But also, the big thing now is follow the ridicule. If you'll notice, the people that are considered enemies, enemies of uh, establishing a one-world government, they're, they're immediately minimized with things like, oh, they're crazy, they're wackos, that's just insane. You got have you have no facts to support that. That's true. And that, You're right. You know it really is, and you see it all the time. Just pick anybody that you really like that you feel like is telling you the truth based mm-hmm. on is, is this is this a scenario that kind of tends to explain a lot of what's going on in the world, or is it one that just doesn't support it at all? So I tend to go with the ones that that seem to make sense and where I can follow names and I can follow actions. Um, well, anyway, as far as doing something, uh, something that you could do is uh, that was a damn good send point. Some, send some send some dollars to Ron Paul's um, audit the Fed bill. Mm-hmm. She is she's right mm-hmm. in the middle of it right now, uh, and and maybe they can get that to happen. They needed a hundred thousand dollars to start out with, and I'm mm-hmm. sure they're going to need more, and that's to, to create a big campaign and a big push to at least make these weasels. Uh, squirm, mm-hmm. you know? because this mm-hmm. is where that this is where that money's coming from. This is the, this is it. The Federal Reserve is where all this evil emanates from, and it goes back to Rothschilds years and years and years and years ago. I mean, it's it's, it's impossible to talk about deception and covert tactics on a call Rothschilds like Rothschilds on Israel, by the way. Sorry. What's that? Sorry, Gary. Rothschilds basically like are the ones that push for the founding of, and I think they might actually own Israel. I think so too. Okay, wait, I want to hear what Gary was saying because you were, you were on the no. there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, Go ahead, oh, Gary. I, I want to hear that. Oh, I think maybe I finished. Uh, I think. Oh, I, I was going to say, but it, there's that's it's such a big subject. There's no way to cover everything mm-hmm. on a call like this. And and the thing is, is there's so much information that when somebody point blank says. Well, what's your definition for that? Well, there is no one definition that would ever explain all the covert deception and everything else that's involved with it. 
because of this Well, tweet. I do want to say that I don't, in your defense, I definitely do not think that you were being racist. I really don't. I am not. I, I'm, like I said, it's like pointing to the mafia, and we all agree, oh, yeah, the mafia is bad, but that's not Italians are bad. I mean, it, it has nothing to do with that. The closest thing that you know, a person has is the word Zionist or Zionism. And as you notice, if you go to their website, they've now made that equal to a racist term uh, Jew. So that now if you say Zionist, then they'll they'll just say, well, you're just a anti-Semite racist because that just you're just trying to weasel your way out of saying the word Jew. So it's all a matter mm-hmm. of protection, you know. That's what it is. It's protecting people that are not playing nice. They're 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 wanting to they're basically enslave the world and, and create a one world government, the new world order. And that's it's it's we're not they're not going to tell us they're doing that. No way. Mm-hmm. Unless oh, you study it and find out. You said study to show yourself approved. You have to study it for yourself, and you'll find those things. And then in our position, we have to study those things to find out what the heck is really going on. Have I did anything? No. Anything that warrants this? No. Me neither. So what really is going on? What is really going on? Right. I guess I guess we got to get mouthy is, is part of it. I mean, there may, <laughs> may be repercussions to it, but, we, you know. <laughs> Well, I had high hopes for Ben Carson. He's an African-American Christian man that seemed like he could really make a difference and be the next president. But today he came out like all four forcing everyone to have vaccines and vaccinating all the children with all these vaccines. And it's like, oh, boy, you know, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> it is. Who was, this? Who was this, Nancy? His name's Ben Carson. He's African American. He, if you look at like the lineup of the people that could be president, he's on the list uh, along with Ron Paul in them. Um, but uh, he's Christian, um, and he was a pediatrician neurosurgeon. Very intelligent man. Um, Seven Day Adventist guy. But today he came out, you know, pro getting everybody vaccinated, mandatory, and all that. And it's like that's part of the agenda. That's part of the agenda. There you go. I, yes, I saw something about that, too. That's all a part of it. And making our yes, teenagers yes. rebellious and not respect their parents, that's all a part of the agenda, too. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Hmm. I have to look him up, Nancy. I don't know who he is. I'm sorry. Can I get the name out, you guys, the people that know more about politics than I do? Is it that's Dean the name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you guys want to talk about this anger thing that came up earlier? See, Gary, you are very needy. <laughs> oh, uh, I had no idea. I'm just, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, honestly, I didn't. I didn't mean to go off on all that other stuff. I really didn't. No. Well, you know, I need to just put one final comment on it. Yes. Zion is a location. Mafia is not a location. Freemasons, they're not a location, they're not a land. So that's kind of a different thing. When you're talking about all the secret organizations, you're not talking about a land or a piece of land. But Zion is a location, so it's a little bit different. But what, um, what is the legend of Zion? What are, what are the legends of Zion? Do you know about the legends of Zion? 
I don't, you know, oh. I don't know about a lot of propaganda, but I do know it's oh, a location. No, no it, it's, it's easy to say. I can say I'm it's not, propaganda. You can say I, it's not. No, I'm, I'm not saying Zion. I'm saying Zionist or Zionism. Well, Zion, the word Zion's a location, and a Zionist has to do with a piece of land. People that believe a piece of land owns to belongs to a group of people or de- a country, yeah, a recognized and de- country. And the deception is that it's they're wanting it for a homeland for the Jews. But the but the real agenda is a center of one world government. And ma- many of the people that are promoting this are not actual Jews themselves. Nope. The servants of the Jews, and Israel is just the base of operations, and Zionists are worldwide. It's a political yeah. movement. And unfortunately, like Gary was saying, although not all Italians are in the mob by far, um, Zionism is a Jewish-run and founded political movement. And somebody mentioned someone, one of the ladies on the call, I think. It the, is. Yes, it is a political movement. But are you saying it's a mafia? That's what I'm trying to get to. Well, is their that... tactics are worse than the mafia. They actually could, like, like put the mafia out of business if they wanted to. They're that powerful. Depending, yeah. depends on how much of the quote conspiracy you believe or don't believe. And I believe it. And like I think somebody was alluding to something called the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion, in which they like go out, they basically lay out how they want to conquer the world and like treat the non-Jews, or they call it goys, is uh, like you know garbage and all this stuff. And it just you know I mean like depending on how you want to look at it, can tie into Agenda 21 and all this crazy New World Order stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's undeniable that Jews have been behind a lot of malevolent evil stuff. Like, look at Hollywood, the propaganda machine. I learned this a few nights ago. I was watching the YouTubes, and they didn't make this up, I'm sure. All the guys, five or six guys that founded Hollywood, all Jewish, whatever, right. 500 miles of each other. In Hollywood, if you really think carefully of a lot of the movies you've seen, and right. going back way far, it's been a propaganda machine. Look how yeah. they have made Arabs look like monsters from day one. How often have you seen Arabs represented in a good light, in a positive way? And I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. I was brought up, I'm not saying like brainwashed, but yeah, brainwashed, screw it. I was brainwashed to believe that, uh, like everyone, not just Jews, that the Arabs are monsters and evil and all terrorists. No, no, that's, that's garbage. But the stuff's in their heads, and the people that own these studios, and not just the movies, the recording studios, the publishing companies, the people responsible for a lot of the content on the net, the people that own a lot of the porno sites, the biggest ones on the web, they're Jewish. Now, Jews, supposedly Ashkenazi Jews, supposedly have the highest IQs in the world, the smartest people, but you know what? East Indians are brilliant, Chinese are brilliant, Japanese are brilliant, everyone has their smarts, but the thing is, there's something wrong within a lot of Jews. It just seems to drive them to do a lot of bad stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. being a self-loathing Jew. I'm just speaking the truth. Evil, you got to point out evil where evil is. And without, like, you know, holding back on, like, race, religion, nationality, whatever. You just have to point out. And all Jews are not bad. God, no, that goes without saying. But most of the people in charge <laughs> of everything in the world doing all this harm, they're Jewish. I mean, I agree. coincidence? Well, oh. I can't disagree with that. And it's been historically proven also. Oh, ma'am, I, I, I got to tell you, when I, look, I mean, I grew up reading so much great stuff about the Jews, and there's a lot of good things about the Jews as a people and religion, but, I mean, like, it's like, like gang stalking. Once you start learning that you can't trust your public officials, 
that authority figures in general are just like the Milgram experiment. People just blindly obey them. We were brought up to just like believe a lot of crap and just accept it, even though it was against our benefit. Once I started learning that my own religion was full of it on a lot of accounts, that Israel has zero right to the land, that the people in charge of Israel, uh, the prime ministers, the generals, like they're genocidal maniacs, a lot of the soldiers, they butcher innocent men, women, and children, not just Palestinians. And it just, once you start, this isn't fun, happy stuff to learn about. I'm sure Gary doesn't like find it enjoyable to find out like that there's certain people that are just plain evil. But the thing is, it's just, Good to learn. Just like it's part of like wanting to be honest with yourself about the world, and uh, some of the stuff unproven, you know. Yeah, but again, you gotta remember that there's a lot of things they do not come public about till later or never declassify because it's quote national security. The formula for invisible ink is still classified, and that goes back to World War One. And as far as like Israel, they planned Israel like as far as like uh, I'm trying to think like way before the 1800s, I think, but. The stuff is laid down, and the British, I'm trying to remember who made the deal. It was the Rothschilds and the British or something like that called the Balfour Declaration. And it was before World War II in which they wanted to, like, found Israel. All, the stuff's like, they yeah, cover found a lot Israel of Israel was um, Rothschilds and what's, what's that guy named? Is, um, Erskel or Erskel? Theodore Erskel. Theodore Erskel or something. Yeah, Her- Herzl. That's it. Her- thanks. Thanks, Charles. The founder of Zionism. Yeah, Herzl. Supposedly. Oh, I posted a link. I posted a link in the chat that has the Benjamin Friedman thing that completely explains World War One and the Balfour Declaration and World War Two and such and such. Is that the Ritz.com? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Gary. Just so you know, if you want to read it, I didn't post the the uh, actual audio because it's so hard to hear. And, I can understand you lose an interest. Above all, also, I just want to like finish about the Jewish rant with this. Oh, Zionist sorry. Rant. Go ahead, please. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I'm just going to say, notice every time, like I said, you can criticize just about any race, religion, color, nationality, of course. political belief, but every time somebody in the media has said something, go back historically, depending on your age, what you remember or read about, when they, somebody badmouths Jews, they get swatted down like a, a fly. I mean, hard. Like Marlon Brando says about the Jews running Hollywood decades ago. A couple of days later, he's on TV crying, apologizing. I mean, please. I mean, it, it's so freaking obvious. I mean, even Oprah tried to use that with anyone speaking out against Obama. She said that just makes them racist. And it's yeah. are you kidding? Now we don't have free speech to speak against our leader. Come on, that's not American. Yeah, it, it is. It is absolutely wrong. The, yeah, if, if you criticize Obama and they knew this ahead of time, you're considered uh, racist, and that's insane. It's like criticizing anybody. Look, if somebody's doing something bad or not doing the right thing, whatever action and inaction, and you criticize them, you're just pointing out that they're wrong. You're not saying uh, he did this because of his race, religion, color, or whatever. It has nothing. It's the person. And uh, to reiterate, Obama's just a puppet. I mean, he's just a target for people to like. Uh, throw like all the blame at just like Bush was both Bushes and just like every puppet president has been but the point is um, you, you should be able to speak freely and say um, Zionism is a very real movement and Jews control most of the world and I'll, I'll say it again it isn't just through like plain high intelligence and I think that's kind of overrated too I think it's a lot of sneakiness too you don't get far like in corporate world for example or ruling stuff 
You don't get so high other than being born in one of these evil families. You don't go so far without being freaking evil by stepping on the heads of decent, basically decent, trusting people. That's the only way you get ahead. And to get so far and have so much control over so much of the world, almost all of it, you have to be a rotten SOB. You have to. It isn't just like ingenuity and like a good business sense and uh, strategy. It's being a rotten animal. And, and again, I'm not a self-loathing Jew. I shouldn't even have to say that. But I've been like brainwashing, like weighing my words, that political correctness we've all been brought to like uh, like use. Watch what we say and what we don't say for fear. Okay, of- let me read the chat room. Um, Melvin in the chat room says, using terms like monkey and making reference to an animal is racist. They were doing that a lot to Obama in the beginning. I remember that. They were drawing him to look like a monkey and things. Um, Thank you, Melvin. Okay, I want to move on, you guys. I want to move on because I don't want to pass up this very important topic that Gary brought up earlier. See, Gary, it's all about you. I'm telling you. (laughs) We appreciate you. We do. You guys are awesome. I'm telling you. (laughs) But Gary brought up Gary brought up anger. He said, and I don't want to. You can you can say it because I probably will mess it up. But I know that you said that you you felt these angry emotions. You realized that your emotions were being manipulated to anger, and it was actually uh, unwarranted anger towards people who you probably shouldn't even have been angry with. Is that right? Yeah, it was uh, it was out of context, really. Uh, it was uncharacteristic of me to to go off like that, and I didn't actually go off. I was I was just catching myself fuming, fuming, really. And it was it was the, for two days after you had read the article, and I had participated in that article about subliminal messaging, and I mm-hmm. felt like it was being done intentionally. Okay. Okay, so when you brought that subject up, and thank you for doing that, um, other people on this call who were on the call at that time expressed that they too feel angry, and they kind of mentioned it in a different context than you did. But um, the point is, is that we all get angry, even before this program. I mean, that's a human emotion that we get angry. So I was saying that, you know, um, and then someone, I think it was Nancy, brought up the scripture that uh, that says, be angry, but sin not. It says something like that. Don't quote me exactly, but it says something similar to that. Um, and so I was saying that we have to learn to control our emotions. It's one thing to get angry, and we know that they set triggers to make us angry, and they manipulate our emotions and things like that, but we have to find some healthy outlets and put some kind of plan in place for you know, when these angry emotions do come up. Because the fact is, this stuff is not pleasing. It's not a pleasant experience, and it, it will make you angry. But I want to put a different spin on this whole anger thing on some things that may cause anger, um, some things that I realize is that anxiety and stress can show itself as anger. And I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but I have noticed that if I'm highly stressed, or um, really anxiety-ridden, which is all stress, which is all fear. It's all the same thing, really, just at different levels. Um, then that can display sometimes as, as anger. So you guys might want to take a look at that, too. I don't know if anyone else has ever um, noticed that, but I have. So I just want to throw that out there and then just give everybody the opportunity to talk about the anger thing so we can figure out how to how to deal with it when that emotion does arise. 
fear leads to anger. I know that fear can cause anger. I don't know how exactly, but it, it can lead to it. It's like stress, like you're so stressed, and it's just, it just comes off wrong sometimes. Actually, yeah, it would make sense that you fear something enough, maybe your flight and f- flight or fight response exactly. kicks in. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you just feel you have to defend yourself from something, and, like, anger is a self-preservation thing that kicks in. Right. Like, um, yeah, I, I just real quick, I've noticed myself lately, I've had a really atypical, it's not my usual self, like, reaction, like I tell you with my neighbor earlier, talking crap, using certain key words and all that. And I just, like, not flying off the handle, I have control. But oh, I'll say this, two nights ago, the, the form lady across through with the backside as big as a house, she, like, uh, did something, and I yelled with the windows shut in the car, you know. And so and it was, like, 50 feet away. I doubt she heard it. But I yelled some hateful stuff. And I've, I've said some hateful stuff about her and her friend before because they've been probing me for years, and they really, really, really enjoy it. I mean, mm-hmm. people might not see it. I know they're getting paid a lot. But I was, real quick, I was just saying, my anger has been, like, way, and there's no other reason for it because I'm pretty much calm otherwise. I meditate every day. I try to, like, just keep calm and just I work on myself a lot, and I've just been beginning to scratch the surface. But, you know, it's uh, if at least if you can catch yourself, that's a good thing. But, I mean, I maybe journaling will, like, help you, like, catch your anger sooner. I and then, and then to your point, Scott, they they very much enjoy when we display negative emotions. They they love it, you know. So you want to try to refrain from doing that, you know, these outbursts and things in public, because of course all fingers are going to point towards you, you know. So you know, I, Renata, I just realized this. Uh, you have to just keep reminding yourself again and again, like you know, with meditation, for example, like if straight thoughts come in your head, you're supposed to say next thought and not pay attention to it, not fight it. But you know what? I I finally like come to the realization, at least for now, when a really ugly emotion like horrible anger comes up, it has to be fought, recognized and fought as much as possible because they thrive on the attention, the reaction. I go as far as to say our purpose, if we really overreact and like you know go blow a gasket, I guarantee they get a bonus. I I, I really if they get if we react. I'm sure bonus, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Jay, it, okay, go it goes sure. back. It goes back to what Renata said about control. All right, because um, the emotion, the emotions that's in us all. Okay, whether it's anger, fear. Okay, because fear is a is a mechanism for you know protection as far as caution. All right, but when you let it dominate, dominate your life, dominate you completely, then you know that's when it becomes a negative thing. Okay, and um, anger is anger is the same thing. All right, uh, like um, for instance, Renata, if you remember, I think it was back in November. Okay, I told you about an incident that happened on the train on the subway. Yes. Uh-huh. When the guy guy slapped, okay, slapped the people. Okay, did a little street theater thing, yes. and that made me jump up, and a couple other guys jump up to, to go after him. Okay, I mean the anger came up in me, but it I mean it was a was a thing that it turned out to be positive. All right, it goes to um, it just goes in line to what you were saying about control. You got to know when to um, you know when to bring it up and when to cut it off. And you do. You have got to number one. You have to learn. To, um, uh, to fight your battles, you have to choose your battles. I should say, because mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. should not, everything doesn't even deserve to be addressed. 
if we address every single thing these people do to us, you know, we'd be arguing and in that negative energy all day, you know. Mm. So you have to pick your battles. That's what I meant to say. And we yeah. absolutely have to exercise self-control. Sometimes it's hard to exercise self-control, but we have to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to but, take the high road sometimes. You just have to take yeah, the high take road. Yeah, take the high road. Take the high road. But I mean, I mean, the, the other factor of the whole thing is that okay, get to get to the realization that that sometimes you just want to have to jump up and kick some ass. Well, you know what, and that goes back to when I say choosing your battles. Some things need to be addressed. They have to be addressed. You know, but other things, you can just let it slide. Just give them a pass. Yeah. There's no competition. Mm-hmm. Just take the high road and go on. But, of mm-hmm. course, you. and then there, there goes, goes back to that thing I had talked about on the previous call. Uh, you either uh, react or you respond. You should not react. React is just react. top of the head. You're just going off top of the head. Respond. You're taking a moment to breathe. You take it all in. And then you respond in a calm, professional manner. Now, I know that's easier said than done, and it is not always going to be a calm manner. I I, I know that. I've got to go there myself. But well, somebody, you went out or another lady a couple of weeks ago said, when you get angry, you pause, you think, or whatever, then you pause again, then you act, or something like that. Well, my friend told me that, that was her you. mom told her that you, you think twice and you speak once. And that's good advice. That means you you thinking it through before you say anything. You think it through again, and then you speak. You know, because it's not most of these things that these people do. It's not that deep. It's just not that deep. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to come out of character. You know, they love to see you come out of character. It's all mind control stuff. They're changing who you are when you start to come out of character on a regular basis. Now we all come out of character sometimes, but if you're doing it on a regular, regular basis, then they are successfully changing who you are, who God made you. The it's calm, so hard for me to remember. Like, uh, well, it's so hard. it is hard. What do you well, I mean, after, it's, hard. See, it, it's hard to restrain yourself in the moment, but absolutely. And I and thanks for reminding me because i got to work on this. I have to. I mean, like, I'm not going to hurt anybody, but they're getting off on this. But it's also hard to remember that these are crazy people. I don't care what kind of jobs they have, who they know, if they have wives, kids, relatives, animals, they have responsibilities. Crazy's crazy. And have to remember also that these are literally children in adults' bodies, if you're getting perp mainly by people, say, in their 20s, 30s and up. These are literally they're literally bullies and thugs and cowards. And I can break 99% of them in two, but, huh? Can we have one? Yes, excuse me. Go ahead. Yes. A lot of times... Um, there's so many people that they have recruited to do this dirt that they don't they they don't watch them. So you have enemies, someone who may have a grudge against you or may even like you and you didn't like them, and so they're gonna <laughs> torture you more. And they're not yeah. watching them people, so they them people can get out of line. And the way you know, I, I'm trying to change my my train of thought, but uh, I'm not gonna change it too much because I know. Well, on one hand, the battle's not ours, the battle's the Lord. But on the other hand, the Old Testament still stands, too. And I don't know how anyone else feels, but I am in a war. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this. I feel like they have their weapons, they use them against me, and it's affecting my health and my lifespan. And so now I have my weapons. And just don't come close enough and put my life in danger where I have to use them. 
I am in an army also, but my army is of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. You know, it really is a war. I hate to quote Alex Jones, but it really but is most, a war for your mind. Most of the time, Denise, most of the time they're not going to physically harm you. Not to say that they that they have not, because I do believe they killed Christina. However, most of the time they will not. It's about fear and intimidation. You know, right. You, you're right, and I'm holding on to that, and I hope that, that that remains true with me because my life has been threatened. My grandkids' lives have been threatened, and they talk loud and clear. And um, so, you know, so far they've been cowards. My mom called them yellow bellies. They've been yellow belly flunky cowards, and that's what I call them, and that's what I think. And I can be just as happy on one hand. I know how to channel my anger. Like if I'm mad at one person, I'm mad at that person. I'm not mad at the whole world or whole, who else is around them. And my problem that's a is good with point, that one Denise. Person. That's mm-hmm. a very good point, Denise. Very good. I'm trying to change my 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 uh, thought pattern, and you know, getting closer and closer to the truth is it, it, it's helping somewhat. But just this torture that that that's not going to go. That that will never go. You should never be torturing human beings. Like no, they all. shouldn't. But you know, I tell you, I, I try my best to to change the way I look at things because I just feel like if I just put my own try to ration, uh, uh, give this stuff a rationale as much as I can for myself, it helps me to get through it. And one of the things I try to tell myself is that I have to continue to grow. I have to look at all of this stuff they're doing to me as an opportunity to grow as a person. You know what I'm saying? To work some things out in myself with my temperament or mm-hmm. my patience or whatever, because these people will teach you. They will test your patience. They will definitely mm-hmm. test your patience. <laughs> and I just plan to pass every test that comes my way. I mean, that's just the way I have to tell myself. Like, this mm-hmm. is, these people are just crazy. I, there's no way we can fight each and every little battle. We just we mm-hmm. just can't do it. There, there's too many, you know. Um, so we just have to kind of keep everything in perspective, you know, try to keep our emotions in check, which is not always easy. Y'all know it's not. It's not. But we, we, we can do that. Because that's just negative energy on us. And then all of a sudden, we're not mm-hmm. thinking about the things that we used to think about that was bringing us pleasure rather than pain, you know? You're not mm-hmm. doing the things you used to do because you're always in this negative place. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to be like that. That's true. That's true. Because I am really a, 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 a sweet person, a good person. I'm the baby of, of nine. And... Um, I don't like for my attitude to really show. I don't like for people to make me angry. So these ones, I'm, I'm getting a different attitude toward these ones out here, these gang stalkers. I can handle them a little better. You know, I've even had my kids play with me before, family members. And I can handle that a little better. But yeah. it's just certain things that uh, I'm just not going to take. And But I'm getting better. These calls definitely help. I I, I told myself I need to be on more calls, so I'm trying to get on more calls through the week. Mm -hmm. Yes, that helps. It really does. It keeps you strong. Yeah, you guys are are great. It's good to talk to fellow TIs, you know, to come to a place where people understand what you're going through, you know? Yeah. Because we're all going through it on one level or another. Do anybody yeah. else want to share? Do you guys you guys don't get angry ever? 
that doesn't bother you? That's so good. I'm trying to get to that place, but I haven't made the trip yet. That's it. Um, I just want, Renata. Yes. I, I just want to say, I, I mean, I naturally get angry just like everybody else, but it's usually because it's in context, and I, I feel like it's justifiable. Yeah. But I don't. I try not to ever show it, like, to where I could get in trouble for it. And I, I'm pretty good at uh, kind of redirecting it. And as far as out in the world, when there's an incident where I feel like I'm being burped or something, I choose to try to stay in a good mood regardless. And if I if I feel like I'm getting harassed, I I just kind of put that on the back burner and I just plow through and use humor to disarm them because they don't really know how to deal with that. That's not what they're looking for. They're not looking for somebody that's going to make witty quips or something back to them and and then just kind of move on in life. So uh, that's, that's, one of the, that's one of the ways I kind of knew that it was out of context for me and uncharacteristic when I got, I was starting to get upset those mm-hmm. two days. You just afterwards. said a very important key word, Gary. Yeah. Choose. You said you choose to stay in a good mood. It is a choice. Now a lot of people are gonna beat us up about that. You know that. But it, well, it is a choice. I, I give it you is. I give you credit for that though, because you really influenced me there. Gary, can well, you, you know some... what? I'm telling you, Gary. I have my days. I don't want to make it sound like I made the trip, because I'm telling you, these people will take you there. They will. But I'll tell you another good outlet is is to be on the just pick up the phone, get on the phone with somebody, and take your focus off of them when you're in public and start talking to somebody else. You know, and that kind of uh, helps you to kind of direct the attention that. off of them. Yeah, I have. Renata. Yes, yes, yes. I would love to hear Gary like give us an example, like walk us through um, like a time when you did use humor to disarm them. Um, well, um, I think I told this story once before. Uh, I, I, I used to go out to different stores by myself, and I still do, but I've been taking someone with me. Uh, and they, they're, see, they're, these people are not used to me showing up with somebody else with me. So there's this one particular store that uh, every time, well, the last two or three times before when I would go to that store, I would go inside and then a police car would pull up and I wouldn't know it was there. And they would just come in and they'd be uh, playing clothes and I wouldn't even know who, which one was driving that car. So uh, that that that's just to give you a quick history. And uh, I got along with those people in that store really well. Um, and, and I always just ignored the, the car. But I think what was going on is they were somehow getting a message, I don't even know how they do it, that I was going to be there. Or maybe they, you know, subliminally messaged me to go there. So anyway, this one day I went in there with a friend, and there was no cars really out front. Um, and I, we go in, and there's this gal working there at the, at the, at the checkout, and I'd never seen her before. And suddenly she just, well, other people started coming in. Um, and, and she goes, I'm, I'm in here by myself, which that was kind of a freaky thing to say. What does that matter? And, and I looked at her like, huh? And she was, 
basically saying that uh, she was suddenly getting overwhelmed because all these other people suddenly came in. And she said, uh, "It's now there's all these people. It's it's like it's like they followed you in here." And and the look on her face was really grave uh, and panicky. And um, I just I just laughed it off and I said, "Oh yeah, they follow us all over the town, all over town." And then I just went on with my business and uh, I acted like nothing ever happened. So um, there were. I don't know, there were six people or so in there, maybe even eight, but I think more like six. And then as I paid, I, I kind of made some jokes about the machine's noise, the the card swiper, because it sounded like the noise Kramer on Seinfeld does when he goes, kind of a click sound, like he's kind of like he's shooting a gun with his finger. And we turned around to leave, and there was a police car sitting outside and and there was nobody in the car and there were only plainclothes people in the store so had i gone off had i had chosen to get angry like who are these people and why are they following me and made a scene there would have been a police officer probably in there to witness that and maybe even addressed i don't even know but i had used humor because that's what i do and uh, and when I said that to her, it, it really said two different things. It, it looked like I had no idea what you're talking about, and I was just making a joke that, oh, yeah, these people follow us all around town. Like, like that would be something anybody would do. I, like, yeah, right, these people followed us here. <laughs> and I thought I pulled it off pretty well. So it could have been That's bad. That's good. So, is that what you're looking for? I guess. <laughs> yeah, however you get through it, that's how you get through it. You know, that's good. I wish yeah, I had humor. Well, it's what I've used for years. So it, I just, like when I, like you said, to choose to be in a good mood. Well, that's, I went in there thinking I was going to have a good time anyway. So i just like, oh, I, I'm desensitized a lot now, as you all probably aware that happens uh and you can it's like the fear is not there like it was initially and if as long as you can act normal and have fun and pull it off then and also i had a witness there and that gave me some confidence and i think that person that when, when i walked in i think the person behind the cash register she helped she had a script she, she, i don't think she factored in or they factored in that i was going to show up with somebody with me and she didn't know how to deviate. So she went ahead and went into the script or whatever it was. She's supposed to say, you know what I mean? So it's good to have witnesses, I suppose. Yes, it is. So Nancy, how do you deal with the anger? Um, I usually just don't let them get to me. Um, there's always that threshold, though, you know, when it's like it goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Uh, and so I usually use scripture, and that really works. <laughs> that really works. They don't know how to deal with that, and they usually run away. There's a lot of power in the Word. That's good. Like, you know, this one that was just torturing me and just trying to put me down and 
talk about how horrible I am and all this other stuff and that I'm worthless and I'm not worth anything. And she may have called me a slave. I don't know. They like that one. Um, but, you know, just would not get off my butt. And I just looked at her very calmly and I said, well, yeah, actually, she's like, you're nobody. And I said, well, actually, yeah, I am. I'm a precious child of Almighty God. And she ran the other way because she expected me to cry or to get mad or something like that. But, you know, when I finally spoke up and addressed it and said that, she had no, nothing to say. And she never harassed me again. Kind of like, I just can't do it. <laughs> you know, it took the wind out of her sail. But those kinds and you of know things- what? When people say things like that, you have to tell your – first of all, you have to know who you are, like it sounds like right. you do, Nancy, which is good. But you have to tell yourself, that's that's your that's their opinion of me, but that's not my opinion of me. So that's not even her opinion of me. That's the thing. That's not even her opinion of me. She was getting paid to do that. She was getting – you know, it was a perp that was – Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. To harass me. So it didn't hold any water because it's like this person's getting paid – to try to degrade me, and it's not going to work. Good for you. Very good. That's interesting, Nancy. I I thought about asking whoever and say, "Are you a Christian?" And it didn't matter what they were going to say, and uh, and then just followed up with um, the phrase, "Forgive them, Father, for they don't know what they do." Seems to come to mind. <laughs> no, that doesn't work me. I'm I'm a little more uh, strong, you know, as far as standing in the truth. I'm not going to forgive them. You know what I mean? It's like I'm going to you know, that whole armor of God um, that's what I'm going to use. And the the, um, belt of truth is Uh so important. And it's like I just stand on the truth and I'm 100% about the truth and you don't have to they don't have to be Christian to get the message, because it's just like when that um, that doctor was just going on and on and on and screaming at me and just pointing and saying, you're incompetent, you understand, you're worthless, you're nothing but incompetent. And I sat there, and she's like, why do you have that smile on your face? And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know I did. And uh, she's like, well, well, you know, she was trying so hard to get a reaction out of me. And I just said, I just find this whole thing very ridiculous. And um, so then uh, she said, get out, get out. And uh, she pointed to the door. So when I got up and I left, I turned around and I said, do you understand, Dr. Johnny? What's done in the dark will come to light. And she uh, turned white as a ghost. She was from India. And uh, she took off for months after that, you know, and came back with a bigger dot on her head from the Hindu religion and everything. So I'm sure... You know, but she, the main thing is she went around to the staff in the hospital asking them, um, and they told me about it. They said, you really spooked her. And I said, well, uh-huh. I to God. But she said, have you ever heard that before? What's done in the dark will come to light. And she was very nervous. And they're like, they had seen her for 20 years being mean and everything, and they had never seen her scared. And that one thing, that one sentence scared her. So she was like, have you ever heard that? I've never heard anything like that. And they're like, well, it's in the Bible. And she's like, really? And she was spooked. So <laughs> that's great. Hey, Nancy, Nancy, that was oh. like scared straight, huh? I'm Amen. writing that down. I'm writing that down. 
Thanks. That's funny. Um, anybody else want to share with how you get through anger or your anger situation? We all get angry, I'm pretty sure. Anybody? And star eight if you're on um, hold, if you're on mute and you want to speak. Star eight. Because I can't tell who has themselves on mute and who I have on mute. Um, nobody else gets angry? Well, that's good. I'm glad. Well, Nancy, Gary, and I, we're trying to get where you are. <laughs> we're trying to get where you are. No doubt. This gets to us at times. It does. It does. I try to keep a, a song on my heart, and I'll just break out singing some praise songs. I just, I, I do that a lot. Or I'll hum, or I'll pray. I pray throughout the day. I'm one of those people I don't feel like you have to be on your knees to pray. I send them up at any time. And I walk through when I'm walking at work, when I'm walking through the building, I'm praying for all those people because they need it. And um. Um, Deepak Chopra, he says when people are coming against you, you send um, send them a silent prayer, a silent well wish. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. I have done it. Um, I think it's a nice gesture. I'm, I'm working on it. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> I'm not Catholic, but when I do the sign of the cross, it, mm-hmm. it gives me chills it empowers me it's like christ has now covered me and i can go on it really works for me that and then when i say greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and it's like so you know who you are because you have the holy spirit within you so and you should have some scriptures you know I mean, however people get through it, you should find something that works for you. Those, these are some examples of what we do. But um, positive affirmations work, you know. Um, I really, I, I mean, I swear by meditation. It has really helped me, really, really helped me to just stay focused, centered, in a calm place. You know, you might want to try that. Journaling, as Scott said. Um Talking to people, talking to people. Well, like I said before, right, it's just that um, as far as um, anger or fear, okay, it's just that um, I, don't, I, I don't view those as um, as itself as a, a negative thing, okay. It's just, okay, when um, what I view negative or positive is um, when, when I um, – either have control or it, it takes control of me, okay? When it takes control of me, then that's a negative aspect. Excuse me. Sorry, my phone went out. Go ahead, Gary. Oh, so that was Charles. Oh, who's talking, Charles? I'm sorry. Go ahead. It sounded like you cut off, Renata, before Charles started. I did. I did. You know what? It always cuts off at the four-hour mark, and I always forget. Um, So we have we have about fifty-five minutes. All right. Yeah. So I mean, did 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 everybody hear what I said? I had. I did. I I was confused. 
Okay, well, like I okay, I say that um, as far as anger, okay, okay, just as a sphere, is that um, I never look at it in itself as um, something to um, you know, be um, as a negative. Okay, what I what I look at as far as negative as positive is my control over it, or it taking control over me. When it takes control, when those things take take control over me. Then that's when I look at it as negative. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, I mean, anger is I, I look at it as a positive thing because you know that's something that's an extra boost of energy that I need when it's time to turn into the Hulk. Okay, one one of my one of my childhood heroes. Okay. <laughs> and that's good, Charles. I, I didn't hear everything you're saying, but. Um, I think I heard the crux of it, just to try to keep yourself in a positive place as much mm-hmm. as you can. And you know what? And don't look for negative negativity in every situation. And don't assume, don't assume that everybody's purping you, too. That's important, too. Because I know people, it's just doom and gloom all day, all day. It's just doom and gloom. They can't find anything positive about this world at all or about their life. And as much negativity as we're surrounded with, there are some positive somewhere. You could just start with the fact that you woke up today. Well, I guess that's a good thing for most people. Some TIs is not. But, you know, they feel like it's not. Um, But, you know, there's always something to be thankful for and just kind of try to practice gratitude just for the small things. Try to think of five, six, ten things to be grateful for and just speak them out loud. That's what I do. Yeah, what I'm saying is that um, okay, anger it can be an, a useful aspect in in your life. I mean, it's just it's just when you uh, have control of it and know when to call and proper time to call it up. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that, and I wish I was better at that. I I have worked with people that you can tell they just got angry, but they they use it in a in a different way because they've been dealing with it for years. And they can immediately turn it around and and really get great results using their anger. Me, I, I tend to get I just tend to get angry. And and I I could I could actually lose my temper. Uh so that's something I've had to work on a lot. And some yeah, that's, that's, you, that's you when channel it, it. Yeah, that's when it that's when it gets control of you. You yeah. you have control over it, yeah. Yeah, you know, and my, that's what I was saying earlier, Gary. These we can look at this as opportunities to grow as people because before you knew you were targeted and you got angry and blew up or whatever, it probably didn't have certain repercussions. Now we know that we're under the microscope for everything, and there's a reason to keep your anger under subjection. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Wow. So. And that's for all of us. I'm not saying you. Yeah. That's for all of us. You know, we're under the microscope. We know this. So mm. it, there's a reason to work on these negative attributes, if that's what you want to call them. We want to keep them under control because now we know they're trying to push us to the point of anger. And with anger, sometimes can be some not-so-good stuff come with that. You know, people right. have accidentally killed people out of anger, you know, hurt people out of anger um, ran their cars into people out of anger. You know, we want to keep all of that under control. 
And this this program gives us a reason to do that because there's always many people watching the TI. Yeah, because like uh, somebody was alluding to earlier, okay, about street theater episodes, okay. Usually the street in street theater episodes, okay, uh, there's a pair of cop somewhere lurking by, okay, right. and mm-hmm. and you know something you know um something um engages the, the target, the individual, the T.I., okay, and when he or she loses it, okay, all of a sudden out of nowhere, okay, who pops up, you know? Yeah. Did I lose everybody? Hello? What? Did yeah. I lose? What? Oh. It sounded like Go ahead. We're listening. We're listening, Charles. Go ahead. Oh, oh yeah. I mean that that was it. I mean, uh, who pops up? The, the the cop, the cop that was um that was that was assigned to be there. Okay, at the given moment, at the at the assigned moment. Yeah. 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 I mean, stuff uh, like that. Like a setup, sort of. Is that what you mean? Setup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that certainly happens a lot to me. Okay. And we, I mean, we are all of. I don't know if all of us, but I guess most of us had our street theater episodes. I've had, I've had quite a few. Oh yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, I've had some grand performances lately. <laughs> <laughs> Broadway well, I have, worthy. I have too, and I, I wonder if it had to do with uh, that call that you you read the article. I really wonder mm-hmm. about that. That that was some uh, very important information. Could have been. I don't know. You never know. They don't want you to expose anything. And I'm telling you, I really like that website that you told us about. Me too. Um, Snitzer's asking you to unmute him, please. I'm sorry, you guys. I can't. My computer is frozen, so I'm trying to do this on my phone. Okay. Nancy wants to be unmuted too. Let's see. Pass on all, pass on all the info. Thank you. Uh huh. Nancy, you look like you're unmuted already on this. On Can my, you hear me right now? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, let, 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 hang on one second, Snitcher, because Nancy wanted to say something. Um. And I think well, I actually it was uh, Tommy. It was Tommy. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Owned, uh, I'm sorry. Nancy's line. Um, I wonder, uh, considering the anger issue and how to handle it, has anyone ever practiced just forgiving instantly? And if so, uh, what results was that? Did you say forgiving or forgetting? Yeah, forgiving the enemy. Just, uh, you know, instead of getting angry, when they do something, just say, I forgive it and forgive and um, put it in the hands of God. Well, um, someone did mention that scripture today. I think it was Gary not long ago. I mentioned um, the scripture, uh, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I I don't know if Gary did that, but I thought I heard someone say that. But um, I think that I try to forgive I have my own variation of that 
I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but I try not to hold things. I'm not a person that holds things. Like, I don't hold grudges. Um, and I just try not to hold things. I just let things pass through like that. Okay, it happened. That's what it was. And You know what I mean? I don't know if that's the equivalent of that. But I, I, yeah. repent, I repent like so many times a day. I, I ask God to forgive me if I did hold anything and if I did anything wrong to people. I do that like a lot during the day. So that's well, probably um, what I limit. do is uh, for the last couple of days. And uh, it is really because I do get very angry. We all are justified because we all have experienced this injustice. But I thought I'm going to try just to instantly, instead of carrying it around all day, just instantly say, okay, you hit me with, uh, you know, like a laser. Uh, and it's done, but I forgive you, and I just give it all to God. And what has happened is the biggest load, had, you know, it's like a load was lifted off of my shoulders, and I feel free, and I've never forgiven like that before, and I just wondered uh, yesterday and today, and I, I feel wonderful. I feel happy. And it's because I didn't carry it all day long like I used to do. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. I like that. I really do like that. We should practice that. I really like that. You know, that is a good – I've practiced that before, Nancy, but it's usually with uh, with the people that I like. That's Connie speaking. That's Connie speaking. Oh, okay, Connie. Uh, It's usually the people that I like. Like, because I get, you know, they kind of throw that tease out there because I think that people think if if they tease me or let me know in some way that they are aware of it, that they won't get harassed or that they're helping me. But I'm like, this this is, I would prefer for my friends not to do that or my family because this is a serious matter and there's people dying and committing suicide. And so I would prefer for them not to join in with the evilness. People don't realize how evil this really, really is. So I can I practice that uh, with people that I love, but and some very seldom with uh, this one family that I hear. But um, I do practice that. I do. I try. I do, and 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 it works. It, it can work. So one of these days, maybe I'll try with them deep enemies, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. But laughter is good, and I heard someone say singing. I think it was you, Renata, because I walk yes. to my job singing, honey, all the time. I'm 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 getting closer to the Lord, and um, some people can stand it, and some people just hate it. Oh, they don't like it. I was going to tell you that they do not like when you sing. I sing. I walk down the street singing because they're not going to feel my joy. You cannot right. let them steal your joy. Mm-mm. And it's my business to sing to the Lord. They might walk around singing whatever because we can listen to our iPods at work as we're fouling these social security things. And, 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 and in your car, and doing our work. If you get distracted in your car by the perpetration on the road, then turn on your music and sing. You know, distract yourself from what's going mm-hmm. on. It helps. It really it's helps. Not, that's good it's advice. Thank you. Um, I've had many, many people comment about, you know, that I have a smile on my face, 
and trust me, I'm not feeling a smile. You know what I mean? It's like inside, it's like, so where's that smile coming from? I think it's just, you know, the Holy Spirit carrying us. And sometimes we have a smile on our face, and it's the peace that surpasses all understanding, and it drives them crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that, and- that's that fake it till you make it, Nancy. Like you said, you're not you're not feeling the smile on the inside, but you're showing it on the outside. So, but I just what, sweetie, it's different. Is. What I'm saying is, is that I don't realize I'm smiling. It's just I get that feedback all the time about that I have a smile on my face. So it's not me faking it. It it's me being surprised that I even have a smile on my face. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. That's the joy of the Lord. Amen. And the Bible yes. says the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's where we get our strength Amen. from. But, Connie, I want to thank you for that, if, if Connie's still listening, because um, that, that's really important. We do, it's, it's us as Christians, the ones of us who are Christians, not everyone is on this call, but we should practice forgiveness on a regular basis. I like that. I'm going to try to do that. I do forgive them, but, I mean, one by one is what she's saying, one by one, as it's happening to you. That's good. And we've had that forgiveness conversation on this call, too. Some people don't agree with it. They don't think that these people should be forgiven, but I personally do. Well, I Not to say that I wouldn't like to see some of them prosecuted, because I would. I don't think all of them should be prosecuted, but I would like to see some of them prosecuted. When you forgive them, it doesn't mean that they will not uh, be judged. You know, it's just that my part in this is I hand it over by forgiving. They stop being persons of interest to me, and they become persons of interest to God because it's in God's hands. And that's what I've tried for the last two days because, quite frankly, nothing ever worked before when I became angry. And I it was just, you know eating inside me because I remained angry so much. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, you know, we're to forgive our enemies and not to let the sun go down, well, I tried that. But by the end of the day, I was furious, and it wasn't easy to let go at the end of the day. So I decided, well, I'm just going to let, you know, forgive instantly and not fester all day long. And uh, when I did that, it was like the weight never got on my back. You know, I was free of it, and I gave it to God, and then he will handle it. But uh, Mm -hmm. I was doing a very good job of handling my anger, and I was just making uh, matters worse by hanging on to it. So Mm -hmm. um, I just wondered if other people had tried that and if it worked over a long period of time, you know. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that because, like I said, I do forgive them overall, but I'm going to try to forgive them one by one. There's going to be a lot of forgiving going on during, <laughs> during yeah, the we're, day, boy. We're not. <laughs> you and I will try that along with Tommy. We'll try that for a week, and we'll see Sunday. We'll compare notes and see if it works. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be asking Asking the Lord to forgive them all day, right, Nancy? All day. <laughs> well, pretty yeah. much, but then we can turn a loose of it, you know. Yeah. But I've just tried it for two days, so I, I just wondered if someone had been a 
uh, year or so forgiving and how it worked. But uh, I do, so far, uh, I continue to, I believe it's a good good route to handle that anger is just give it up instantly instead of hanging on to it. And you know what I've said before on this call, that forgiveness really is for yourself so that you won't be carrying that burden. It really is. I'm doing a good thing for myself, but Mm -hmm. I'm also obeying God, you know. So, I mean, it's a win-win situation there, and I can't Mm -hmm. imagine why I didn't try it before. Well, the reason I haven't tried it before is because I have, like, a psychological injury from within my family. My aunt was being, like, a perp before I even knew what the terminology was. But she was just being ugly, ugly, ugly. And I would just confront her. I wasn't being rude. I wasn't being argumentative. I would just confront the issue. And she would be like, you've got to forgive me. You've got to forgive me. It's your job to forgive me. And she wouldn't even discuss what she had done to me. So she thought she got away scot-free, threw it back on me, like, hey, I can mistreat you and abuse you, and you have to forgive me and not talk about it. So I'm going to have to work on it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, we'll get there. No, that's true. That's true. Okay, I mean that's that's a different aspect. I mean, I can what what um, Connie's saying is has validity. Okay, but I mean to the extreme of that. Okay, it's just that. Um, okay, you gonna. I mean, just drop your. I mean, you can train yourself to drop your guard to, you know. I mean, your guards. Okay, your guards to. I'm not saying God. I'm saying God. Okay, drop. I mean, to um, people that just come come up and do anything and stuff. I mean, I mean, it gets to. I mean, it seems like it gets to a point. I mean, when you put that in practice, that if you can practice that so much that you, I mean, you willing to lay down for every, for anything. Yeah, and then they abuse And then they abuse you. You said. Uh-huh. I don't think it means you're giving them the license to abuse you. I think what she's trying to say is they're already doing what they're doing. You know, That's so forgive exactly. them for that. I don't think it's giving them permission because they're not doing getting our permission now. You know, we're not giving them permission now, but they're doing it. So she said, just forgive them and move on. Uh, it's hard to move on when you're getting tortured. Right. Right. And you can right. forgive, but you can forgive, but you don't have to forgive. Right. You know? Some people think forgiving it. is forgetting, but the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't say nothing about forgetting that I know of. Oh, I feel that they will be judged. Well, I know they will, you know, but it it won't be mm-hmm. by me because I I I don't have that qual uh, that qualifications to judge. Them. In other words, Connie is not seeking revenge. She's she's giving it all over to a higher power, Absolutely. and that's the route she's choosing. And she says she feels better already after two days of doing that. So everybody gonna yeah. have to find the avenue that works for them. I'm gonna try it. I am. I'll give it a week. <laughs> instantly, just forgive instantly because, like today, I was cooking uh, my meal for lunch, and they hit me in the back with a, a thing, you know, like a bee sting. And I said, well, you know, I forgive you. And I said it over to God, you know, you're not a person of interest to me anymore, but you're a person of uh, interest to God. 
because I know he will. He knows all this. He's very aware of what they're doing to us. And uh, at the right time, and in his way, uh, they will be judged. But I, I just hand it all over to him because it, it's overpowering for me, you know. Today, uh, well, in, in a few days, it'll be 10 years. And, you know, I've struggled with it for 10 years, like some of you, for 20 or more. And um, I just haven't made any headway, and I'm the one that seems to always be angry. And um, I just decided I would try it. And it it was like a load was lifted off of my back when I forgave, you know, all the things. You know, it's a constant battle. But I just have decided I'm going to forgive. And it has been a very, it, it's made me feel better. And I hope it continues to. No, I think oh, I Tommy, where you said you're not a you're not a person of interest to me. You're a person of interest to God. That adds more power to it. You know what I mean? That's standing on the truth. It is. Well, and it's another God. thing I do is I pray for them. I really do. I pray for them that they will that they will give their souls over to the Lord and that they will not continue to be deceived because there's a grand deception going on. I mean, a great deception is going on in this world. And Absolutely. a lot of these people who are partaking in this, they're doing it for money or for power or for whatever. And that is nothing but Satan deceiving them. And I, it is. I mean, that's my dryer. And I pray for them. I do. Because I don't think they realize that their soul is going to burn in hell for eternity. And eternity never ends. And we you know, should and tell I, them that. We should tell, we have a responsibility. We're the, like the watchman on the tower. They will not have any contact with anyone but them, their people like themselves. We're the only ones that can tell them that they're going to pay for this. And I preach to them. We have uh, uh, church services here in my kitchen uh, every few days, and, and I give it to them. I tell them exactly like it is, and I, I will continue to because I think, you know, I used to wonder why my Lord allowed me to be put in this situation. And I think now it is because if we don't tell them that they can repent and turn, um, mm-hmm. we will tell them what is going to happen to them. And, and, I, and I have to admit, Connie, I'm, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm hopefully one day. But I really choose not to talk to them. But, I, I mean... I, I hope to get there, but you're right. We, it is our responsibility. I have told the people at City Hall that they have a responsibility to do what's right in God's eyesight. But to talk to them one-on-one, I just, I'm not there. I'm just not there yet. I have to admit on that. I'm just not there. I well, like you know what my perpetrator said? My perpetrator said they know they're going to hell. Wow, and they're okay with that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's an evilness, it's an evilness, it's unhappy people, it's unhappy people who are uh, blaming me for their unhappiness and I haven't did a thing. We didn't do a thing to any of them. We never did. That's that's one of the things that's just like, uh, it just boggles my mind, but they're, keep in mind, they're all getting some kind of payment, whether it's a gift card, a government check, a pat on the back from some scummy federal, state, or local or law enforcement on and on and on. It brings it brings communities closer. It has a collect mentality. 
And I just want to go back real quick to the anger thing. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys have gotten this. Um, they do they do prime me during the day. I could see it. They set up one little situation and another. I get perped here and there. Like one time all the garbage was collected on the street or my part of the street except for my house. I was a little ticked off. And then something happened on the road. I went over this a few weeks ago. And then something else happened. I was getting increasingly angry. And I guarantee it was all intentional or most of it was because some things are just like, you know, real life, but, you know, you get so paranoid. So anyways, um, there's times like uh, I could see like one, two, three, four, more like little things throughout the day can lead to me not losing it, but just like, you know, throwing a little fit. Like I said, I, I scream my head off for about half a minute at this ugly monster quote, woman across the street because she's just deformed <laughs> and hateful. And I was just it was with the window shut. But, I mean, like, I it wasn't an ordinary reaction for me. Most of the time, I'll mutter something hateful, angry, whatever, under my breath or something like that. But I just, I didn't lose it. Because I know losing it is just going nuts, and I can't hurt no one. But they do set you up. I mean, that's in addition or including whatever triggers while you sleep and being conditioned through, like, months, years, whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's like uh, you got to keep it in mind. In other words, what I'm trying to say is if it's possible, it's not easy because when you're going out about your day, you're doing all kinds of things, thinking about all kinds of stuff. It's not easy, but if you can, like a disease, if you can try to catch your anger while it's like growing and nip it in the bud, and I'm just talking out, thinking out loud, that would be great because it would make their jobs a hell of a lot more difficult and it really will piss them off. Because, I, I mean, like, uh, I've been, I've been like, for example, the gym, and they'll, they'll try to say keywords, and I'll have, like, earphones in, or, like, uh, what do you call it, earplugs, and, like, I can see they're, they're a bit frustrated because they're not, like, getting to me, and, like, you know, I think themselves good, suffer. And I'm not a sadist, but considering what they've done to us, and, yeah, I mean, I, like I was right in the chat room before, I could, like, uh, waste all kinds of time hating thousands of people over 20 years, most of them's a bit parsing, say, a couple thousand, but... And all the money wasted, I mean, and all the things forever shut to me, all the doors, all opportunity. Or I could just try to go on my life with my life and try to live on a higher plane mentally. I don't mean to go on a new age. My point is this. These people, as all of you notice, all your perps are scum. They're lowlifes. They are children of adults' bodies. They're thugs. They're cowards. They're losers. I don't care what their income is or whatever, or the cars or houses. If they're doing stuff to another person that did nothing to them on a regular basis, they're losers. And keep in mind, a lot of these people are not just perping us. They're not, the government's not going to waste resources off perps that have been trained a lot real well. They're not just going to perp you. They're going to be perping other people throughout the day. At least some of your perps do this. I guarantee it. It just it, it would be a waste of resources and like training not to have like your perps like you know perp someone else and they're not screwing with you. But the, the thing is, like, uh, yeah, if you can catch your anger, I mean, and again, it's getting to know yourself. The meditation, it sounds cliche, and it works, and it takes time. I'm just like dipping my finger in the pool meditation, so to speak. But as you do it, you get better and you get calmer faster. And you're able to, like, really, like, maintain. It really does develop, like, parts of your brain associated with higher things. But what else? And not be filled. Can you hear me? Feedback on yeah. Not being filled with hatred. You're actually being better than these people. We're better than our approach to begin with. But by not resorting to the constant hatred and anger and revenge stuff, which I've been through. Still, I'm a little. Um, you're, you're, you're becoming a better person. It's just good for you overall, not just with the perps, but you're better than them. All of us are. Okay, well, keep, Amen. keep oh. in mind that some of these people were born into this. They never learned right from wrong. 
They never had a chance to learn right from wrong. Their parents, their grandparents, everybody that was in their sphere of influence, you know, were teaching them this. So, you know, Tommy has a good point in that, you know, some of these people will learn through us. You know, if we if we are good people and we remain good people, then, you know, it's it, they're going to learn from our example. So, you know, don't don't cast judgment on everyone because you haven't walked in their shoes. It doesn't make what they're doing right, but, you know, through the grace of God go I. I had a mother that loved me. A lot of people had a mother that molested them, you know? Good point. But, but so, there's so, grown, I feel like that's a good point, but I feel like these are grown people. A lot yeah, of exactly. Them. And, they know what and I don't give them do. any excuses, and they know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. And... Yep. And and they need not to do what they're doing, and they can stop. In some way, they can stop. I don't care. Yeah, when this is plain, yeah, I'm sorry. When this is plain sadism, and they're aware of what they're doing, and they can see you like reacting, and they're getting off on it, or they're like acting innocent, or in my case, they give a stupid stare, or they give a, a fearful look, like because supposed to feel, oh, I did something wrong. I better watch out. No, I did nothing wrong. But um, they're fully conscious. They're fully aware. Not all. Not all purse, but if you're aware you're causing a person, like forget forget the physical stuff when they press the buttons, give the shocks and tinnitus and all the other stuff and uh, insomnia, who knows what else. I'm mean, I'm not that familiar with D weapons. But when you can see you know when you're hurt if you're an adult human being, if you even if you have a low IQ like most of these perps, you know when you're hurting another person. You can tell. When they react and again and, and not just once, repeatedly. You do it on a regular basis or even every now and then, like they'll lay off for a while and then they'll go all out to try to get to me or any of us. You know they know what they're doing. Am I gonna dwell on that? No, but I'm pointing it out on the call right now here because it, it's like it's not right and like Yo, you wanna know something? Excuse me, cutting y'all off. No, right? go ahead, I'm ranting. I I'm in McDonald's restaurant, okay. Okay, now this bug out to come out come in before. All right, now he comes back. Okay, he did something. He did something wrong. Okay, then he left. Now he comes back, and it seems like everybody here on the floor. He's he's actually going to the bathroom right on the floor, and nobody ain't doing nothing about it. Wow. <clears throat> wow. I mean, you cleaning the place out. Look, I, I'm probably going to have to. Yeah, I'm going to have to go. Oh, what happened with Charles? What happened? I'm in the McDonald's restaurant, okay? Okay, this bug that dude, okay, he was there before, all right? He, um, okay, he did, he did, he did something, he spit in the corner or whatever, all right? All right? Nobody didn't do nothing, all right? Then he left. Now he's back again, okay? Nobody, I, I mean, people that work there, it's like they don't give a shit. They don't care. And... He's in the corner. Look like he's doing something. Oh, it's crazy. I know. I know. Some of the people left already. Maybe you can move to another section. Huh? Can you move to another section? Yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. Thing is, okay, I don't know if they get an outlet over there. Let me see. Okay, anybody? 
not a mongo. Well, Renata, this one girl said that, uh, you know, people speak out loud to me, too. So I'm, I'm sure people have had that happen, too. And I just ignore them so I can get the message. Sometimes you have to do that, too. Uh, you have to just, uh, um, she said that this year, that you're going to have a better year this year. You're going to have a better year this year, I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody, I mean, What's the matter? What you say, Charles? People are taking doing this about. I mean, nobody ain't calling. Good. Anyway, I'm moving away. Is the guy still doing it? I didn't hear you. Is the guy still doing whatever he was doing? No, he came out to call it now. Oh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay it. I wouldn't get myself involved with that. Can go that's close, like a Waffle House or something. 
No, not around here. Okay. No. Well, I can sit down? No, no. And this was um this this was a new place from um the Dunkin' Donuts because over there before okay, whenever the guy whenever the show starts, the guy used to open the door. It'd be cold as hell, the guy gonna open the door. So I decided to come here today. Oh. Is that similar to tactics that you've experienced before, Charles? Somebody doing mm-hmm. that? Say that again. Is that, is that similar to uh, tactics that you've experienced before? Somebody doing that, pulling down their pants mm-hmm. around you? No, no. Okay, all right. No, well, that's this good. Is something, yeah, this is something completely <laughs> brand new. Right there, I would laugh at him and just move. Don't let it get under your skin. Yeah, yeah. But it kind of coincides, like um, like I was saying before, a few weeks earlier, about um, you know, the bus drivers. Okay, okay. I mean, doing the coal and all all that. I I can understand. You know, you um, you know, letting homeless people come on the bus. And, but okay, they bring on their cart, they bake, they wagon, um, blocking up the aisle with you know with they. Greasy, um, um, big bags of cans and bottles and stuff that they. How did I mean? What what kind of standards? I mean, is going on in in, in the workplace today? Yeah, the standards have changed dramatically. Dramatically. There's some crazy folks out there, though, so I wouldn't mess with them. <laughs> I'd, I'd move first. Yeah, don't let them steal your peace. You know, don't yeah. let them. You know, well, I moved. Well, I moved quite a distance away, so these, they over there. They way over there, and uh, I don't. You know, I don't smell nothing really. I don't smell nothing bad yet, so. But you know what I noticed, Charles? Every what? every week when you get on this call, they do something to annoy you. And now you're at a different place, a different restaurant, and yeah. still, you know, something's happening. So it's just their street theater. Hmm. Yeah, most likely it is. Yeah. Yeah, okay, there. guys, um, the, the, um, the call is going to hang up any moment now. So I want to read this. I don't know if this is a poem or what. That I, um, I guess it could be considered some kind of poem or some kind of writing that I found on the Internet. I can't say I agree with all of it, but I thought it was pretty good overall. So I want to read this. It's called The World is Your Mirror. In this grand game of life, the world is your mirror. It reflects back to you what you are putting out. If you see doom and gloom, then that is what you are projecting. Okay, bear with me. Don't attack me. <laughs> if you do not like, if you do not like the reflection life is showing you, then choose to change that which is causing it. Monitor your thoughts and pay attention to their quality, as they are more powerful than you may imagine. This is the difference between conscious and subconscious creation. What you think about is directly related to what life will show you. You get back what you send out. 
The object of the game of life is to wake up within the dream and, in effect, become a lucid gamer, to remember who you really are during the game, and to then begin working upon the things you came here for. Your main purpose in life is to work on yourself. It is to grow, develop, and transform yourself into a more positive and loving being. I agree with that. Use your negative emotions when they arise as the tool that they truly are. Train yourself to notice when negative negativity arises in you. When you catch yourself projecting a negative thought, remember that all thought is creative and ask yourself if that is that really what you want to create. Do you respond to negativity with more negativity? Or do you choose to see the negativity as the tool that it is and recognize that it is offering you an opportunity? It takes a while to become proficient, but don't give up. There is a simple method to check on your process, um, excuse me, on your progress. Despite what appears to be going on in the world around you, how loving and harmonious are your personal relationships? How many arguments do you find yourself engaging in? How many arguments or conflicts have you had lately? It's not worth it. Learn to take the high road. Remember that the world is your mirror. It casts back at you the reflection of that which you have, uh, which you have projected into it. So the quality of your relationships is an excellent mirror from which to gauge the quality of your life. There is a big difference between loving yourself and being selfish. When you truly understand what it is to know and love yourself, you cannot help but to love and serve others. If the one infinite creator is infinite and has created everything that is, then does not the infinite creator reside both within you and within all things? Uh, when you can see the divine spark of the infinite creator within yourself and with, within all others, even those who would, who would mean you harm, the strong grip of the illusion will begin to lose its power over you. So I thought that was, for the most part, it was good. Hope you guys got something out of that. And I will put the link in the chat room for those interested. I did think it was good when they said, when this article said, monitor your thoughts and try to catch those negative thoughts before they get out there, you know? Just remember, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That can reset the whole thing. Yes, very true. Oh, I can't put it in the chat room because my chat room is not working. Actually, makes sense if you go throughout the day with a happy attitude. Um, you're less likely. I'm assuming you're less likely to react negatively when, like, you know, confronted with like something negative. In other words, if you go all throughout the day, just on your own, forget the D weapons, the conditioning. If you just go throughout the whole day all miserable, and negative, expecting the worst out of life, and some. Oh, I won't use the word, person comes along and to trigger you, uh, set you off, you're going to react a lot worse, obviously, if you're not happy and not, like, positive. So that's another reason to try to forgive these animals, another reason to just try to just to just be a better person than, you know, you are already in and in meditate and all this other stuff and to try to reach a higher plane, a higher frequency, whatever verbiage you want to use, just to try to better yourself. Because these pieces of 
stuff are happy. <laughs> they're very happy being scum and garbage, and I've seen it. They're degenerates, and I don't care who they are, what their title is. You can see it. They're, they're, in other words, they're not trying to grow as people. And I'm not trying to go all new age and everyone. I'm just saying you can see they're stagnant. They're happy being slobs and trash and pigs and the scum of the earth. And I don't mean pigs like police necessarily. I just there's a stupid term for them. They're just traitors, criminals. But the thing is, you just want to like try to. You have a lot of anger, Scott. A lot of anger. I'm working on it. Trust me, I'm work. I really am working on it. I I have really really fantastic recall. And now that I know what the program is. I'm not kidding. I, I'm literally like every single day there's more and more things I remember being screwed over on, and I really want to get over it, Nancy. I do. I really, really, really do. I, 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 and trust me, I used to be much angrier, and I took it all out on myself. No one got in trouble for it, legal trouble for all the anger all that I've had. No perps went to jail or got sued. No justice was done. Nothing changed. It just, they were all laughing their asses off behind my back or sometimes like, you know, with the S-eating grins. So you're right. I do have a lot of anger, but trust me, it's like when you go to a therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever, um, on this call, I make, I come across as very angry sometimes only because I'm talking to people that for the most part have very similar or very close experiences I had as a uh, Targeted individual, I almost said perp, and uh, so I'm letting go. In other words, like I would say in the therapist's office, you know, which I can't talk to the therapist, and I don't know about gang stalking. I'll talk circuitously around it about issues related to it. But I'll never use the word or go into like my neighbors and police and the other scum. So uh, I come across angry on this call, not to make it all about me at all. I come across angry because I'm venting, because I have nowhere else to vent about this, except in, quote, private, when I bitch and moan about it around the house and the car, call these people about every, like, name in the book and then some. And, like, uh, <laughs> so I'm venting. But, yeah, I, I have anger. And issues. it is good to get it out. It is good to get it out. Yeah, and and I, I, think, no. I think more men should get it out, because not the stereotype men, but men, you know, women are more, women um, express themselves more in general, I think, than most men do. So I think it's really good for men to express themselves and get it out so that you don't blow up, you know? It's beautifully put, because you know what, when you get to when you get down to it, keeping your anger bottled up, and, and even tender emotions, but not, it's just keeping everything inside. I mean, I keep a lot of that stuff, but I let a lot of that, but you keep it inside, it literally can cause heart problems, stroke, you can go down the list of medical conditions, diabetes, everything, blood pressure, the works cancer fall, you know, so it's better to let it out, and it doesn't make you less of a man or whatever. It's just another thing we've been conditioned with. And um, it's an ugly emotion, too. I mean, to be honest, I mean, like, even if I wasn't getting perped or where I was getting perped, I think I'd, I'd want to just stop being constantly angry. And, I, and I, I'm much happier and calmer during the day. I've noticed my interaction with people, um, my just, like, general disposition and attitude. It's really, I've, quote, mellowed out a lot. And I'm happier for it. And it's just, who wants to be constantly miserable? And, again, common sense, I mean, yeah, I mean, what the perps do is unforgivable. They should be in serious legal trouble for it. They should be sued. And I could say some other hateful stuff, but that's not hatefully. But to constantly just want them to, like, you know, to be hateful and, like, not forgive them. And in my case, like I've said this before, by by not forgiving them, what it does to me has done, it just makes me more, like, worked up and sick physically, mentally. I just feel miserable. 
Why should I be carrying around all this emotional garbage, all this baggage? And they're just living their like own little pathetic lives. I just try to live my own life, and it's better that way. Getting rid of the constant hate. My brothers have noticed it. I mean, I've never told them anything about the gang suck. I never will. But they've noticed how I've changed. They act like it's a miracle, like I was some like dog boy in a circus once. Or some freak that I just, because I used to be a lot different, like, you know, a lot more immature, and I'm still working on myself. But again, all of us, I can hear it on the call. Everyone in one way or another, every target here, and targets in general, are working on themselves. You have to try to better, even if we were not in this program, you have to try to better yourself as a person in life, period. Because before you know it, it's over. I want to be able to, like, look back or just know that I've tried to at least better myself a little, have a little more honor. Because these pieces of blankety-blank, they... They don't care about better themselves. They, they, they don't. You can see their, their, their standards are super low for themselves. Because look, look how they are. I mean, just I mean, I'm not trying to just be mean. I mean, as people, they're super low quality. They are garbage. I mean, That's true. Well, I don't want the call to hang up in you guys' face, so I'm going to say good night because it's going to hang up any minute now. Good night, everyone, and thanks very, yeah. very much again, Renata, for hosting the call. I mean, no problem. All right, yeah. Good night, everybody. Okay, thanks, everyone. And Charles, take care, okay? Take care of your health. All right. Yeah, I will. All right. Everybody have a blessed week. I'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Take care, Renata. Okay. Bye. Bye.